You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to the Ratchet Ramblings Podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. I go by Black Dante on Twitter. That's all you really need to know where to find me. And I'm joined by the most brilliant nigga that I am. I have the pleasure of being friends with, even though he get on my nerves. Fuck your nerves. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, y'all? Curtis the Menace in the building. Um... I'm not going to pretend like I don't have my racism cape on. You know what? I have my racism cape on. I don't know what's going to happen, but I have to represent because our sister Candace is out this week being a professional, but we have one of my favorite people on the planet coming in and joining us. We have the beautiful, talented Nikki, a.k.a. Texas Hummingbird, back on the show. Welcome. Hey, y'all. We have Third to time's a charm. What, so is, we gonna what, see. what is going on, people? Let's we get into this mess. Indeed. So real <laughs> quick, before we get started on the shows, I just wanted to give a shout out to a friend of the show, Brooke, uh, a.k.a. the Brooke Ash. She has a new YouTube channel that she started not too long ago, and she talks about Real Housewives of Potomac and other messy stuff like that is Brooke Ashley on YouTube. And I will drop that link in the show notes so you guys can go over and see her videos and get your life. But in the meantime, in between time, we have a fair amount of things to get through. So first and foremost, Black Ink Crew New York. Honestly, there was not much that happened on the episode worth talking about. Uh, Tati failed her drug test, which, I mean, suffer. Suffer, bitch. C's got arrested, but we'll get more into that on the next episode. And the main thing that I took from this episode of Black Ink Crew New York is that the Brooklyn shop is in trouble because they're supposed to be opening by Labor Day weekend, which, you know, the the timing on you obviously we're way past that and the construction is going badly and as usual teddy is blaming puma puma is saying that teddy's supposed to be in charge of the construction so he left it to teddy and then teddy starts going on some bullshit talking about i only said that i was going to call one contractor i didn't say i was going to do everything and it's just like okay but you do nothing the least you could do if puma is running art to ink and 113 and you are running nothing but your ass to the couch in 113 or your dick and bitches or your dick and bitches and a lot of them can't fight but you should have kept fucking jada because at least she can fight but anyway (laughs) right i mean I mean, if we look at the material, the least you could do is handle the construction, the oversight of the construction in the Brooklyn shop. And if you are so intent on trying to tell C's that he made a bad decision, linking up with Puma, forgiving Puma and letting Puma have ownership in the shop, then you Which would think just- it would behoove you to step in and make sure that it's successful. 
Because how come on, you feel about okay. Puma? <laughs> come on now. Come on, okay. Here we Listen, I have I, I have my fake smart nigga glasses on. Yes, we have you to stand. would think that Teddy would pop up and be like, you know what, I'm gonna make sure this is successful because however he feels about Puma, if the Brooklyn shop is not successful, that hurts C's. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to have C's back. So if you feel like Puma right. is not up to par, you can fuss and, and argue about Puma's worth in the shop later. At right now, y'all are on the hook for getting that shop open to represent in Brooklyn, in Bed-Stuy. Right. You are more concerned with trying to fight with Puma or convince C's that Puma <laughs> is bad, which to me just looks like a whole big-ass Route 44 big cup of haterade. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Just I was hatering. just about to say because you, you just hating on Puma exactly. because Puma came in with all of this leadership, and you could have the same leadership if you would quit trying to fuck bitches and sit on the couch all day long. Do right. something. Puma came in with a shot and then was given a second shot because Puma shows initiative. Puma tries to get shit done. You can't sit up here and be mad at Puma. Mm-hmm. Like you but, can't hate on Puma because Puma got goddamn got clout. Puma came in with clout because Puma know how to run a business. What do you do, Teddy? Besides collect shoes. And fuck on bitches in the shop. But and just fuck like on bitches in the shop. But, but just like most straight, straight black men when given an opportunity to step up to the plate and show that they actually worth a damn, what does Teddy right. do? Nothing. Deflect. And then get mad when somebody else gets up and does it. Yeah. It's gonna get done. I don't know how you can somebody's be... gonna do it okay with letting your bitch flag fly the way that you do because you sitting here causing all this ruckus but you don't have any action to back anything up you have not lifted a finger to help seize with anything the whole reason y'all are about to open a shop in bed is because of puma right he was the one that went out and got that done not and you I, and i said that last week the fact that that's supposed to be your home but teddy you are I mean, you not really, I mean, it's your title, but you don't do shit. So I guess it, it kind of don't count, but whatever. You are the VP of operations. That is the title that C's has bestowed upon you for whatever goddamn reason. Cause again, you don't do shit. The fact that that's y'all roots and it took Puma in what season, what, however long of this goddamn show for y'all just now to be opening up a shop back home. Teddy, you need your face slapped and you got the nerve to be upset at Puma and, and shirking responsibility. Yeah. Fuck you fatty eight seasons and the last thing that i'm gonna say on that is it is very telling that you have been with c's since the beginning but you don't have any significant ownership in any of the shops Mm. meanwhile puma is half owner of 113th and the brooklyn shop Mm. well i'm just I'm nope. looking at the facts as they are presented to me, and it looks like you, Teddy, are a bitch ass nigga, and you need to shut the fuck up and stop fucking on bitches in the shop. I mean, he gonna do that anyway because that's just how he is. Like he ain't got shit else to do. So, unfortunately. unfortunately, we will pick up Black Ink Crew next week because it looks like it's gonna be good. Like I said, C's got arrested, so we'll talk about that. And it looks like they started fighting. Mikey and Q was was in each other's faces. Crystal was in somebody's face. And it looked like Puma started firing people. I don't know if it was Crystal he was talking about or what, but it looks like we're going to have a little bit of action on the next episode. So I'm looking forward to that. But outside of that, I, I can't really 
remember anything worth discussing on this episode of Black Ink Crew. It was the eighth episode, so I'm not surprised that we've kind of gotten into this. This the goofy territory. Yeah, for lack of a better term. Speaking of goofy, right. let's, let's talk about Married to Medicine. Yes. Listen, our king of segways, we stand. Um, Married to Medicine season seven, episode four, balling on a budget. Mm. Uh, speaking of budget, I love when it just flows on together. So let's talk about Dr. Jack and Curtis. Because the episode starts with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the episode starts with them inviting some home re- renovators that Curtis um, picked out to help them with the remodeling of their home. And speaking of a budget, Dr. Jacket don't know what the fuck a budget is. She want this. She want they goddamn house to look mm-hmm. like some shit off of Aladdin. And listen, you know what? Dr. Jacket said, "Fuck a budget." Listen. Okay, I works hard, hunty. <laughs> listen, Curtis was over us. Go ahead. Nick. I don't don't do these charts twenty four hours a day for nothing, bitches. Listen, I want it to be queen. Listen, I want my shit to look like a mansion on a on an enchanted island or some shit. Spell no expenses. And Curtis just over there sweating his little ugly yeah. ass head off. Yes, he was. But you know what? I'm not mad because shout out to Doctor Jackie for identifying like. Yeah, we could get a new house, but all the stuff that I want in a new house is going to be hella expensive. And the house mm-hmm. that we in now is the perfect location. So we just going to build on that. However, mm-hmm. girl, I'm going to need you to watch some HGTV because all that shit you're talking about. Listen, I need you to have and least, the bathroom. He's talking about that damn foyer, knocking the foyer out. And all all that the structural shit. shit. And them people was looking at right. her, girl. <laughs> when that lady said, you know, that comes with a significant budget. <laughs> right. And Jackie was like, "Girl, I don't, I don't understand that word. I don't, I don't know what that is. That. Listen, I don't know her. She, she was like uh, Rachel Dolezal. I don't understand the question. <laughs> come on, come on, Jackie Dolezal. Yes, <laughs> she was in there like, I shall not be contained. Okay, I will have what I want, which mm-hmm. she deserved. I mean, I don't know about putting a cheating nigga in a bigger house, but you know, whatever, whatever. Go ahead, Jeremy. Go ahead. Yeah, whatever floats your boat. Because, but I, I too agree. Like I, I feel Doctor Jackie deserves, but also girl. But you know, hopefully y'all get it together. Yeah. Um, speaking of getting it together, uh, Doctor Contessa has a picnic with her family, Ooh, honey. and uh, hmm. Hmm. Her, the eldest expresses her discomfort and disdain. Um, I don't know why I love the word disdain. It just feels it. It just feels nice to say. White. It's, it, it's a white. It's a very white word. It's a very white word. Well, you know. I mean, it's the same as me with strife. So it's fine. We'll it's let you. Fine. We'll let you make uh, it. But speaking strife, of strife, because strife, strife, disdain. Listen, <laughs> Contessa's kids. <laughs> Contessa's kids express their, their their displeasure that their mama is in a whole other state. Trying to go to school. Listen, when degree. that youngest baby was like, sometimes we forget you. I was sometimes like, sometimes oh, I forget shit. you. I was like, damn. But this is just the reality check that I guess Contessa needed, which honestly, based on the previews, it don't seem like it's going to resolve well. But uh, seemed like it had the opposite effect. Didn't that right. little girl? did that little girl right afterwards come back and say like, no, really, I do. Listen, I feel like she said something like, no, I really do. I forget you. But this is what we said last week. This is the consequences of, you know, you going to school and trying to pursue this, this, this new field. It takes away time for your kids. And honestly, and so I, I wrote this down too. She really annoyed me 
and I like Contessa, I do, but she really annoyed me when she in her confessionals uh being like you um Scott um Scott isn't doing enough to connect with the kids yeah. emotionally. Yeah. Um, beloved yeah. Contessa, you're not here and you're not connecting, period, and, and you have lost the emotional connection with your children mm-hmm. as they plainly you haven't switched to you. Not only that, but let me just say, as a as somebody with a child and a husband in the house, break it down. You for us, can't man. just you. It is it is an adjustment for all four of them, your husband and those children. Wait, do they have three children or two children? Yeah, they three? have three, three, three. So it's it's the adjustment for all four of them to suddenly have you not there. You don't understand that you have literally disrupted everybody's life and placed all of the responsibility on your husband. That Mm -hmm. man is not going to be happy every single day. He is trying to manage the best way he possibly can this sudden and new shift in their household dynamics. You are not there. You went from taking, uh, like, going, like, being a part-time, only going into the office a little bit, so you went from being 75% at home to not being at home at all and then leaving everything to your husband to figure out. He got to get them goddamn kids up, get them fed in the morning, get all of them to their respective schools, get to his job, do work, you know, work on his stresses, do his shit every single damn day, get them goddamn kids back at home, make sure they do their uh, homework, feed them motherfuckers, bathe them motherfuckers, get them goddamn bitches in the bed, and then try to find some time to go to sleep. Or even if he's like me, try to find some time to get just a little bit of peace and me time before you then doze off. Hell, not even that, because he said it himself. He taking care of the house, too. When the kids go to bed, he washing dishes. Yeah, like he's washing clothes. He's washing dishes. Like this shit is, bitch, he is a single father right now because of you. (laughs) You don't get to get up and say that he does not connect with them emotionally. He don't have that kind of time, girl. He is keeping them children alive and mm-hmm. that house floating as efficiently and as close to normally as he can. Yep. How dare you worry about how he's connecting emotionally. If them children ain't being beat or not fed or left forgotten at school, shut the fuck up. Yep. And he said it himself, he was like, I don't like to have my schedule disrupted I don't like my kids to have their schedules disrupted. Right. So he's doing what's necessary. For, especially for a choice. This was not yes. a, a, a mandatory uh, thing. Yeah. This was a choice. Yeah. And I feel like while Contessa has a point with understanding and realizing that maybe the oldest daughter needs a different touch, my issue with that is why didn't you tell Scott that beforehand? Like, if you are the more in-tune parent, you know the specific needs of the children where Scott may not. Why didn't you tell him? You know you're not going to be there. Why wouldn't you give him a heads up? Can I add on to that? Why wouldn't he know that before your black ass left? That's what Mm. I mean. Like, if he didn't already know that just from being the father, because you do spend more time with the children, you help them with their homework. But, why wouldn't you but tell that's what him? I'm saying. Why wouldn't you, as a mother, tell him a long time exactly. ago, you know, our oldest needs a lot. She needs some, some a little more attention, Scott. Not just before she left. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, you know, you're going to have all these kids. You know, you're going to have these kids, but make sure you're a little extra gentle with 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 our oldest why wouldn't he know that as a father yeah. if you are the more hands-on parent why wouldn't that be something that y'all talk about in, before y'all go to bed at night yeah. hey honey i'm noticing that whatever that child's name is needs you know she 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 needs i don't she she just 
like, you know, she needs more. She needs more from us. Yeah. We got to keep our eye on her. That's our emotional one. Yeah. And let's give the benefit of the doubt and say he does know that maybe he just needs a reminder. Do that at least. It's like, it's weird to me how Contessa is, is kind of washing her hands of the situation and then being like, oh my God, there are issues. Like, beloved, you had to have known there were going to be some type of issues with you abruptly leaving. And you are gone. And becoming a weekend mom. And I think maybe uh, every other weekend mom at that. Mm -hmm. Right, right. So you can't, and, and, and if she's that emotional, then you make sure that when you come home every other weekend, you spend one or two of them days with that emotional child since the other two seem to be fucking fine. Yeah, because they're younger. I get that. And the, the older one, you know, she's a little bit more in tune with her emotions. And it is important because the story that she was telling about uh, hitting the boy in the face with the ball and everything, like it was, right. it, it got a little aggressive. And and right. I give frustrated. Yes. her point, her roses for realizing that aggression and that frustration in her daughter. But I feel like there were some steps that she could have taken ahead of time that mm-hmm. would have, I won't say nip it in the bud, but y'all would have been more alert than right. just kind of having a side. Cause if, if they had not gotten into that story, Contessa may not have known. She may not have realized. I mean, I give her her points right. for asking the kids flat out, tell me how you feel. But it's like, at the same time, it's like, so why are you not giving Scott any grace, though? Like the I man, was just about to say, yeah. What he needs to do, it may not be the way you would do it, but no two parents and parent the same way. Like, you acting like he is some kind of deadbeat. And right. that's not the case. Like, why are you doing Scott right. like that? That man is taking care of them kids. Their homework is getting done. Maybe they don't have the gentle touch that, that you feel like they need. But that's the consequence you take when you decide to do this. Yeah, but that's, you can't, you know, exactly. you that's have what to... happens when you up and leave. And not only that, Scott is stressed. That man is mm-hmm. tense. He's not going to be easy and gentle and loving and caring. You didn't leave him in a gentle and loving and caring situation, bitch. Nope. And again, like you I said, because he's still working full time. Exactly. Yeah. He's still going to a full time job as a doctor with that. I mean, that's a level of stresses and, and you know, situations and, and frustrations all on its own. And then he comes back with literally rubber hitting the road. When he gets off of work, he is clocking into single parent mode. And I've been calling him a single parent since, you know, this all came about because that's I what mean, she's left him to be. I mean, you you have left this man to be responsible for everything and you sitting up here worrying about how softly he talks to this child that girl know her daddy love her mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can't tell me she doesn't y'all's family dynamic says the exact opposite your family dynamic says that all of those children know that they are loved yep because the girl's frustration is not even with scott it's with you it's with you and your absence you are the problem you are right. the problem and you shifting the blame your responsibility to scott Right, she, exactly. She's mad at you, and you blame the Scott. And you blame the Scott while he is taking up Busting the his he ass. Did not stop you from doing what you wanted to do. He's supporting you like he supported you in everything that you've had going on since you've been on the show. He right. does not ask a parent or or a nanny or he is doing it by himself. Are you kidding me? Listen, because mm. a nanny, <laughs> and we know your history with nannies. Uh, well, that's true. Damn. <laughs> so, 
We'll get it together, Contessa. Yeah, get it together, Contessa. We want to root for you. Like, Contessa is my favorite. I love that she's in the middle now, but girl, you can't be acting like this (laughs) with top billing. You got to to your husband. Don't do that to your husband. You know, the one thing that that, that bothers me the most is that this is is one of those instances, and I hate to, like, go here, but it's the truth. This is one of those instances where people be like, black women don't appreciate shit. I mean, where they be like, you know, y'all just love to, y'all just love to be mad at, you know, you just love to be mad at men for no reason. You just, y'all just angry for no reason. This is, she is angry at this man for no reason. Let's not be that part. Let don't, don't be that woman contestant. Don't do I, that. I mean, she has a right to, I won't say a, not angry. Like I get where her frustration is coming from, but it's not Scott's responsibility. He cannot be responsible for the kids and for how the kids feel about you. One of those is not his right. responsibility. Especially right. when you are again absent and you chose to absent. be absent. Mm-hmm. And and nobody is, is blaming you. Like there's no other way. Like, I mean, I don't know the specifics of, of what you're trying to do, but it seems like there was no other way other than you going to Memphis. But you gotta you gotta take it on the chin. Yeah. That was the choice that you made. You knew it was gonna be hard. At that point you wait till your oldest is like in high school or you know, about to graduate and then go do that bullshit. You ain't have to go do that shit right now. I mean, and even if you did again, You didn't. You gotta You didn't have to do it right now. You gotta take the responsibility and the consequences that come with the decision that you made. It just is you what it is. Should have took two and left two with Scott. Shit. <laughs> or took one and left two with Scott. Or took two and left one with Scott. Something. They'll be all right in a new school for for however long your damn program is. Mm-hmm. But at least you ain't leaving your husband just with all the responsibility because you clearly placed the the physical responsibility and all of the emotional responsibility on him. You've alleviated yourself of being emotionally even responsible for what's happening at that house now, apparently, because yep. you're blaming it on him. And the thing about it so is you just, Scott... You just get to check out. But the thing about it is Scott fair. is doing everything and he's not complaining. He's doing what he needs to do. Right. He only lashing out because you lashing out at he, him. I was about to say, he let her ass have it when he went in that uh, admit one only room. Well, he sure did. He <laughs> let her ass have, let her ass have that it. Was, that was a drag. She was sitting there that looking was a confused drag. and dazed. She he, was like, that motherfucker said, I know you got some studying to do. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I know. She was like, damn, how long am I going to have to suck his dick to get out of this? <laughs> okay. Page and Dr. Contessa, indeed. Okay. I tell you what. She going she gonna to need some jaw reconstruction like Caesar, baby mom. <laughs> Girl, you got to make okay. this right. Okay. Okay. You better put them You better put them new tears to use. <laughs> you, okay. you, better listen, you better listen to the baby verse on okay. cash shit. Because, girl, you tried that. You've been trying this whole situation, and it's like, Listen, you got, and then in the preview, it looked like it, like Jeremy said, it goes left, but we'll talk about that once it airs. Yes, but what we will talk about right now is these girls going to this end of tax season party by Simone's friend Buffy. Mm-hmm. Um, Buffy with the money, because baby, <laughs> that house was beautiful. That whole lineage, Ooh. she was like, Oh, yeah, we share, like, she came from money. Yes, the ancestors. Yeah dynasty. Said, okay? I came from a bunch of niggas who used to get in it for themselves. 
Listen, she is the opposite of you niggas with these t-shirts talking about I'm not my ancestor. She is her ancestors and has the she wealth to, to prove it, goddamn. To prove it. Mm, generational wealth. We love to see it. Mm-hmm. Especially for black mm-hmm. people. We love to Especially see it. in the black right. I mm-hmm. wasn't even mad she had a white husband. Keep it going, girl. <laughs> Get that I, white money. You know, like <laughs> you know, so, the, so, so the shade of it was, I, I didn't I, even I, realize that was her husband until she said it later on in the episode. <laughs> nah, he, I they showed her him her too props, much. I realized it. Per- yeah, eventually I gave her her props. I was like, but at first I was like, oh, bitch, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't be this this proud and black and then marry this white man. No, you didn't. But then I had to give her her props because, yeah. like you said, she getting it. It's coming mm-hmm. from all directions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking it's of getting a, it. It's a different life. It's like, you know, I get it. She probably married an influ- uh, affluent man because she was an affluent woman. I mean, yep. you know, he looked the way he looked, but that ain't my business. Like, you know, Ooh, yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if the never mind, never mind. <laughs> Say it. No, <laughs> move on. <laughs> well, speaking of moving on. So the theme of this party is all the girls. Ha- that the budget is what it was. It has to be under under, under 500. Yes, under 500. Which so, the wealth. Oh, what, listen, imagine saying that. You, the budget has to be under five hundred. Listen, because I'm like the budget. What the budget is fifty dollars. That's in that's in my price range. Okay, listen, five hundred. Child, I can't relate. It's, listen, the only thing I'm well, paying five hundred dollars for is rent. No, listen, and I <laughs> but hate I'm to talking. Pay, about I hate to see me. that. <laughs> I'm talking about me. I get it though. You know, you know I like a bag I'm... and a, you know I like a bag and a shoe, but um, yes, you do. A a but but my most even still. Like under five hundred dollars, like that's that's a that's a very bougie rich ass party to throw. Yep, absolutely. But absolutely, the house was beautiful. Like Jeremy said, it was laid. It was. I will give it her was. that. And she was a good host, um, for the most part. She seemed very attentive to her guests. Um, like I said, I liked hearing her story, but what I liked the most is that for some ungodly reason she's friends with Jocelyn Hernandez. Let me tell you something. I the don't Puerto know Puerto Rican if princess. Put, listen, the, the Puerto Rican patient, I tell you what, I don't know if she really I'm grateful friends. for their friendship. I'm grateful I, for it. I, it was the crossover that I didn't know I needed, but I'm glad I deserved because I don't like, really know if she really is friends with Buffy. But what I do know is that Mrs. Jocelyn Hernandez did something that I love to see, and that's drag the ever-loving fuck out of Toya. Yep. Indeed. Because let me t- because they get into it. Um, because they ask Joc- Jocelyn about you know her, about her pregnancy. She says she says shares her birthing story. Listen, thinking she on for all those noises. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> they ask her about motherhood, and Jocelyn is like, you know. I, I do what I have to do. I take care of Bonabella. Uh she just she better than me, which girl, I oof. Ain't I cannot imagine that. I, I cannot imagine something being worse than Jocelyn, but that's not my business. Um Give that child a chance in life. Don't do that to the her. Don't do don't do that to, to Bonnie. She don't deserve that. But um, and then Toya hops her ass in saying, Well, it is a full time job. Mother, motherhood is a job. And then Jocelyn says <laughs> It's not, but you know, we so, gonna let go, go ahead, Kurt. Let me pause you real right there. I'm 
not that I disagree with what Toya is saying, but my thing is, how did you find a way to be threatened in this situation to where you had to throw up? Well, I got a job too, because motherhood is a full-time job. Girl, nobody was, was talking about what you do. Like, this was all about Jocelyn. Right. Furthermore, them children are at school six hours of the day, bitch. Mm. Well, come on, Nikki. And I know somebody is cleaning up that, that big-ass house for you. Don't do we, this, Toya. Cause we know it ain't Eugene, big ass. Yeah, he the only one that he got to work to help to feed okay. y'all cheap ass lifestyle. I'm sh- I know you feed your family and you make sure everybody is fed and tucked in bed and all of that beautiful shit. But somebody is cleaning that house. Somebody is washing them clothes. Mm-hmm. You, t- you, I'm sure you take your children to school in the morning. But don't sit up here and be like, you are out here just sweating and slaving every goddamn day, cleaning up a house every damn day with your, you know, Molly made bandana on Listen. and your your button down and poodle skirt and shit rolled up and like girl, don't do that because you don't live that kind of life. If you if you did live that kind of life, you wouldn't have so much time to buy all them tacky ass clothes and shoes your well, ass with friends around you. A ghetto ass mess of that fucking party. Yeah. I tell you what. Yeah, she definitely looked like two thousand and three. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. uh, again. I, I said it before. There is a such thing as buying as like being on a budget and looking low budget. Mm-hmm. She definitely looked like low low budget. She looked like a low budget in. Mm. And she got clocked because you know Jocelyn said, you know, we're just gonna let you keep living the lifestyle. You li- living it up like you do, like you're not thousands behind in debt. And <laughs> I, 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 I could not disagree. <laughs> she was like, yeah, so just Jocelyn. keep on living your life, not paying your taxes. Oopsie. Oop. And I, oop. And oh, Jocelyn, Jocelyn, oop. Cause listen, that, that. Okay. So what, what is better? Contessa talking about her and Eugene's BMI or Jocelyn dragging her? Um... I don't know. I feel like we in two different books with that because it hit different when it's as accurate as Contessa being that she's a doctor and she's a castmate too. Like this is a bitch she got to see every week. That's different from some random bitch coming in and reading you for film. Yeah. So I would say probably Contessa because she still got to look at them motherfuckers (laughs) at every opportunity. Fair. All season long, you know, like she may not ever have to look at Jocelyn Hernandez again. So it's like, eh, it was a good read, but you know that shit with Contessa stuck like grits Mm -hmm. because she been mad at Contessa Mm -hmm. for ever in a day. So I would say that, but I did appreciate Jocelyn coming out of fucking nowhere, being like, "Listen to me, little ant face bitch, (laughs) you're not about to play with me." And not only that, did see later on the tag. Listen, it really was, but I mean, it's Jocelyn, so yeah, she's gonna Jocelyn. do that anyway because that's just how she that's is. And not only that, is. yeah, she dra- yeah, not only that, she dragged Eugene's ass too. He came in because after Contessa had to go to the after Mariah said, Let's go to the bathroom because Toya's goddamn color con color contact concubine eyes fell out her goddamn face. Eugene <laughs> came in the bathroom, like, Damn, this girl, what is up with this song? Random girl, she cussed, cussed me the fuck out too. I'm like, God damn, Jocelyn, so you just go drag the whole house, the, the house of Eugene just going to fall Everybody. like the wall. That's the energy I'm here for, drag them all. Listen, because I, I don't like Toya and Eugene, so fuck them. Nope. I love it. I love to see it. And it's both, what you deserve. They both some bitches, and they get what they deserve. Mm-hmm. You got what you Both have. of them got some slick-ass mouths, so I'm not going to mm-hmm. feel no, about, no kind of way about anybody on the cast or anybody else coming through and dragging y'all asses, because it's what y'all deserve. Y'all have been trashed through mm-hmm. and through for many seasons. 
Y'all yep. treat people real bad and mm-hmm. y'all get this air of arrogance when you're doing well, but we ain't forgot you know, <laughs> the depths that you failed to. Mm. With that tax truck okay. moving mm-hmm. from house to house, Eugene driving four hours to go work in another goddamn hospital, you begging and whining because you ain't getting no dick. We've seen y'all's mm-hmm. lows. Mm. So you yeah. need to tuck that mm-hmm. shit right the fuck in. And honestly, as soon as y'all got yourself. back home, you started talking shit again. You talk mm-hmm. shit about everybody. Humble yourself, bitch. Mm-hmm. Or oh, them taxes will again. And now y'all and now y'all spending all this money on this new house. And so you feeling yourself and it took Jocelyn coming in to knock your ass down the peg. And I'm not mad. I'm not all. mad either. Because when she got up, Jocelyn was like, Well, she going to the bathroom, take her take her somewhere so she can change that tacky ass outfit. I was and like, I was like Well, Woo. I mean because none of the other ladies looked like that. Like when she got out the her and Eugene. Like, just because the theme is don't spend $500 don't mean you need to look like you just rolled out of bed and came up here. Mm-hmm. They were the only ones that looked bad, in my opinion, because everybody else looked pretty nice. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I'm like, I don't understand. Heavenly, like, Heavenly's dress was a very ugly, but it wasn't. Well, I mean, it's Heavenly. She I appreciated that because right. Heavenly knew her dress was ugly and cheap. She did. <laughs> she so did. I think she even did that on purpose just to show y'all. She probably did. Because <laughs> you know how she is. There's yeah. something wrong with her. She petty. Yeah. That's true. So so speak but I, I appreciated that Peter from Jocelyn Hernandez. Well done, beloved. I don't know if you're gonna be on on another episode of the show. Honestly, you probably you don't, don't need to be. You don't need you don't to need be. To be you but have I appreciate done what you, you needed to do. Ever. You that yep. Now mm-hmm. suck up get, to get Bravo your, Andy get and get your own show. Mm-hmm. But don't get your come eight back bars on this in one. and get out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also it's what speaking of which Toy and Toy Buffy come out, you know, because Buffy sit um, was like Jocelyn stopping in when they she went to try to apologize to Toya, and Toya had the motherfucking bitch ass black ass color contact ass nerve to be like, I can't, I don't know about Buffy because my friends will never do that. And so I don't give some on much. I don't give some on much, but she she was like Toya, are you kidding me? And they rolled the bean footage back of not only Simone Toya. Heavenly, all them acting a goddamn ass. I was like, I know you fucking lied to me, Toy. And that goes to what Curtis was saying. You ain't so high and mighty because y'all done got out of a little tax situation. You forget. You forget that, that you forget that you had just as much of a nigga as, as you look in the outfit, Toy. Girl, mm-hmm. fuck you. Cast yeah. member number two with misplaced anger, bitch. You are embarrassed that Jocelyn just ran your ass right the fuck up out of the back of that goddamn party. And now mm-hmm. you mad at Buffy because she Buffy friend. Bitch, Buffy is not responsible for what comes out of Jocelyn's mouth. Mm-hmm. Buffy didn't that, know she you Buffy didn't know you was gonna be the one that got read. Jocelyn could have read any damn body. Mm-hmm. You just happened to be you. Cause you mm-hmm. had to do just like you said, you had to be the one to get your feelings hurt. And, and and talk big about full-time parenting. Mm-hmm. And as well, much shit as girl, you, talk, you would think that you would be better at defending yourself. Mm-hmm. Because don't think I didn't clock you what talk. you was doing. Like, I saw what you was trying to do. You you called yourself being, quote-unquote, classy. I'm going to walk away and I'm not going to say nothing. Then I'm going no, to could and complain. No, she, she caught your ass and you had no retort. And Mariah saw that Mariah, Mariah actually was a good friend because she got you out of Dodge. She, 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 was, she getting, was getting your ass red. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I can't let my friend go out like this. Come on, let's go. Started that, 
right. A few more seconds, that goddamn accent would have came out even more heavier on Jocelyn, and she would have just started uh, just going the fuck off, and then it would, wouldn't have been no no stopping her. The only thing that would have made that read better is if she had said, "Okay, hey, maid." <laughs> yes. Get so out of here. Being yes. a mom is a full time job. Hey, maid. Yes. Right. I see you got your maid outfit <laughs> on like that. you always do, and yeah. I guess you don't spend five hundred dollars on that either. That, mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, oh my God! I wish you would have said that. I would have died. Hey, man, hey Toya, made, made Toya. How you? Hey doing? Toya, made. Toya, hey, hey Toya, made. I should hear her saying that. <laughs> hey Toya, made. Hey Toya, made. Write that down. Showtime. Oh man, but I mean, she got what she got what she deserved, and again, I love to see it. Um, but her being mad at Buffy is just, girl, you doing the fucking most. Like the, the self awareness. Well, well. You're you, so you don't have no self-awareness. So, But I appreciate right. it, Bravo, rolling that clip back. And the fact that you let Simone be the one to be like, girl, girl. I mean. I mean, Simone, Simone, Simone what the hell is it called? Simone should be the one. I well, mean, that's true. yeah, but some, most of the time, I be want Mr. Ed to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> Dr. Ed. <laughs> I, Dr. Ed. That's it. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Speaking of Dr. Ed, uh, so her and Quad talking. Honestly, I'm so tired of both of them. Oh, I'm tired get of Quad on my in this situation. To be I'm tired, tired of Quad. Like, quad. I like Quad, but I'm I've had enough, beloved. I don't. Like, I don't like Quad. Not no more. I haven't liked Quad since she started getting a divorce. Because ever since she found <laughs> out that man was cheating on her, that bitch has been again dramatic wall sliding every chance yeah, she can get. She's it's been all about. Yeah, she's just horrible. How dare you ask that woman? You know what? Never mind. To keep up going. I'm sorry. We ain't gonna say we gonna get, we gonna get it together. We ain't gonna say we gonna get it together. We'll be all right. I can't. No, tell girl, you. you get it together. Then y'all can get, get it, together. it together. Are you in once, anybody's once therapy, Miss the, right, mm. Once you accept the one of what three apologies you've gotten from Simone at this point, two or three apologies. Once you decide you can accept one of those. Then maybe y'all can move forward. I don't understand how you bring that woman to dinner. Show, show up an hour late and then wonder why she she's easily irritated. She's been waiting on you for forty five or Listen, forty five to sixty minutes. You know horses like to eat. You can't be leaving her Curtis. without no damn food. Like I said before, you didn't bring her no right. sugar cubes or nothing, Jesus. No, not, not a care. Left her not just destitute cube. at that table. Curtis. Nothing. <laughs> she was the fuck hungry girl. She didn't want to argue on the hungry. empty stomach. <laughs> she did not. And you came in there with that bullshit. Mm. Truly. Talking about last year. I know that woman has apologized at least twice for that. They shit. showed the beautiful beam. Yeah, they she showed apologized the apologized at the reunion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, come on, girl. And that night. Come on. Yeah. If you your ass because your husband cheated on you, I suggest you ask the nigga that suck his apparently little penis in some other woman. Mm. Mm. Well, good luck, everybody. Everybody else is not responsible <laughs> for, 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 for stroking your ego because Miss Quad, the, the Miss Quad walk of perfection or some shit done got cheated on. Mm. Bitch, sit down somewhere. Sit the fuck down somewhere. Listen. Because most of them have face. been cheated on. Listen, most here, we had a whole have. ass storyline of everybody being in Jacob business when Curtis cheated on her. Hello. Right. Wish that, wish that right. shit was insufferable. Ooh, child. Mm. It sure was. Oof. But like, come on, girl. But Jackie didn't act like Quad was. So, 
Ooh. Let 64T live. Well, Nikki. <laughs> Let Jaws live. Mm. She got that woman got 64 teeth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One, Every time two, Simone. <laughs> Every time Simone walk up, the Jaws music start playing. Dun dun. dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Curtis, Doctor Jaws. I'm telling you, you low down dirty scalp. <laughs> but you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, speaking of a scoundrel, so <laughs> mm-hmm. let us. Speaking of, listen. You again. That Jocelyn read read hit different because. Let me tell you, let us discuss how broke this shit is. That Toya wants to celebrate her birthday party. They don't put all this goddamn money into this house that they don't fucking need. That she gonna have celebrate her birthday with a goddamn sip and paint. Which when it I, ain't nothing. Hold on. Let's be fair. There's nothing wrong, wrong with celebrating your birthday with a little sip and paint. It ain't uh, even nothing uh-uh. wrong with having. 20 year old niggas oiled up at your sipping paint. However, wish, mm. wish they'd have been in the sipping paint my ass went to. Okay. However, <laughs> when, when you when you analyze the players, we talking about Toya, whatever their last name is, the bitch that always is trying to perpetrate about how much money they got. Mm. And this was the, like, even the sipping paint was cheap. The As bar fuck. was cheap. That's fuck. The decorations were cheap. Ask the best decorations were the niggas. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. So I'm just real confused, baby, because you always screaming and perpetrating opulence, but all you present is poor. <laughs> rags. Mm. From it's, rags to bitches. All you present is poverty. Mm. It just looks poor. Which is, well, I mean... I don't know what the yeah, state of y'all finances are. Down to your, party. Mm, your wigs, your clothes. When you try to look nice, you look trash. When you try to be cheap, you look trash. Mm. When you wake up in the morning, you look trash. When you go to bed, you look trash. Mm. Call her Toya Winslow. Trash ass bitch. Mm. Indeed. That party was fucking trash. <laughs> it was trash. It was horrible. That's a party that I would throw. I ain't got no budget, okay? <laughs> so if you come in, you Listen. might see some black checkered flags on the fucking wall and shit. And some cheap ass Moscato because I'm poor. However, just I don't perpetrate just like I'm might. not. <laughs> That's the key difference. You act mm-hmm. like you and Eugene got so much damn money. Y'all have spent so much money on this new house that's not done yet. They still mm-hmm. working on it. I just want to have something intimate. Girl, you could have went to dinner. You could have went to Mr. Child's. I home. was about to say, for the money you spent at the sipping pain, you could have just had them bitches take your ass out to dinner. Out to and eat. And had them call to the night. Day. And, and you could have done all the arguing and all of the everything right there at a goddamn dinner table in a private room, bitch. Hello, because nobody would, would fault you for that. 43. Like, yeah, celebrate your birthday, but this it ain't, ain't a no milestone. Spectacular ass year. Right, this ain't no milestone year. This ain't no reason to celebrate. Hell, you could have just had everybody come stand in front of your new driveway. Since that's where all your money is going. Well, <laughs> well. Can you imagine? We'll have a block party. The block ain't built yet. That's okay. <laughs> that's all right. Hell, that's, this is a toy party. It, you know it, how it go. Is, 
is the sip and paint not the equivalent of that any damn way? Uh, no, listen, you should have had them motherfuckers <laughs> sipping and painting them walls in that house. That's what you should have done. <laughs> you know what? How we gonna celebrate? Hey, Y'all gonna help me paint this house? Okay. Have a paint party. I'd have been like, yeah, y'all gonna have. sip this, y'all yeah. gonna sip this Ozarka while you paint these walls. <laughs> okay. This That's what we're gonna do. Paint my foyer. That's what we're gonna do. Listen, yeah, help a friend. Listen. It takes a village. Paint, get that roller. You get mm-hmm. a you, you get a glass of wine in your left and a roller in your right, bitch. Get to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, it takes a village, and the village is y'all gonna help me paint this goddamn because <laughs> clearly y'all need to save some yeah. money. So, girl, you could have, you if you wanted to be economical, you could have gone there. Heavenly, mm. you can do double duty since you say you give hair so well to a roll in your mouth, too. Bitch, you get a hand, a roll in your hand, and a roll in Nick your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, put a muzzle on get to get God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Kev <laughs> Lee. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> you know how to follow us now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Frowns by. Yes, Dr. Heavenly followed the Instagram page. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. Be liking Jesus. all our shit. Mm-hmm. We don't offend her now. Now it's going to be frowns by Heavenly. My bad. <laughs> Damn. Don't send deity after us, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of deity, because that's pretty much all that happened on the episode. And speaking of deity, um, Heavenly didn't tell deity about the sipping paint and the, oh. the, the, the men's um, oh, that were yeah. there and the um, things that were exposed. And that seems like that's going to be a big contention because, you know, you know how Heavenly is about every goddamn thing. So I don't think it's going to be a big deal. I think once he learns about it, he's going to go talk to her. She's going to do the things that she like. Her head going to spin in 360 degrees and she's going to spin on his head 360 degrees and it'll be okay. It'll be all right. He's going to call up Buddy a couple of times and it'll be all mm-hmm. right. It'll be all right. I mean, it's Dr. Damon. He got way too much shit to be worried about and his crazy ass wife. That Dr. is Damon actual is the coolest. Dr. Damon is the coolest nigga on He really is. I mean, I mean, I mean he got to be. It. I mean, I mean, he got to be. Look at who he married to. So. I don't, I'm, I keep telling y'all Damon is right where he want to be with who he want to be with. She yeah. is over there licking booty. She licking toes. She's swinging from the chandelier. Okay, she doing everything that he like, and mm-hmm. she believed the same things that he believed. What's a woman's place? Mm-hmm. She believed in all that shit, so she knows she fucked up by not telling him about that sipping paint. And the fact that he had to hear from the other men, I'm sure, is gonna be, like you yeah. said, a point of contention. But I think they'll be okay. They don't seem to to stay mad at each other that long. Cause she she strikes me as one of them. We don't go to sleep mad at each other type. You know what I mean? So, right, right, right. But it'll right. be interesting to see how they get through it. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see more in the Contessa and Scott drama because yes. she just is not getting it, and I'm. It hurts my heart because Contessa is my favorite, but you know nobody is perfect. Like everybody that you like has a bozo season. Look at Evelyn. Right. Yeah. And on that note, I think we're going to take a break, yeah? Yep. All right, we'll be back, niggas, maybe. (laughs) Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. 
You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to Patreon.com slash Flawless Noises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. And we are back from break. It is time to get into Basketball Wives. I believe this was the season finale. This is episode 16 of the eighth season. I was very – every time I watch Basketball Wives, I'm surprised that they've had so many seasons. But here we are. Mm-hmm. So the episode starts right. off with CC and Kristen – ending that conversation with Kristen doing what she always does, putting on the waterworks in front of the ladies to foster her point of how bad CC is. And she's like, she wrong. And she knows she wrong. She know. And I'm like, CC didn't say anything bad. She didn't, she hasn't done anything to you. Like the fact that Kristen is blaming CC for her bad relationship with Byron and the other ladies are not, uh, saying anything that says the real truth, which is like, it's not CeCe's fault, it's your fault. And like CeCe said Mm -hmm. earlier this season, I didn't make you say the things that you've said about Byron. I haven't done anything that would make your relationship with Byron bad. It has been you. You Mm -hmm. have been talking out the side of your neck. You have been throwing the Scott family's name in the mud since you got on this show. And then you continue to lie on him. And you Mm -hmm. lied on CeCe. Yep. Like, well, you should have made sure he came to that dinner. The dinner that didn't happen? The dinner that was never really scheduled because he told you he had a prior commitment? Like, what are we even talking about here? But again, all of that notwithstanding, the fact that you had all the smoke for CeCe before, you had smoke with OG, but when it came time down, when it came down to having a real conversation with CeCe to get some stuff resolved, you lashed out and then you played victim and you started crying. And that's the shit I don't respect because that is pure manipulation. You Mm -hmm. manipulated the fuck out of that situation because you knew that them ladies already feel a way about Cece, whether they dislike her the way Evelyn does or whether they just unsure of her like Shawnee. You know that they Mm -hmm. feel a way about Cece. Because of you. Because of you. Well, I mean, you know it's because of you because that's what you've been doing. Like, you are an evil villain. Gargamel? Gargamel, bitch. Like, goddamn. Mm. And then they start doing the most about OG's aggression. And we've had some varying opinions on that, but we'll get into it later. OG talking all that shit, though. Like, girl, I just, I give OG a pedal or two because, again, she's talking shit, and I wish she wouldn't have brought up Ocho Cinco. But, Mm -hmm. again, I think it goes back to she's very strategic, and she knows how to hit where it's going to hurt. And she knew bringing up Chad was going to get to Evelyn. Now, nobody could have predicted that Evelyn was going to be the bozo that she became. But, Ooh. I mean, you want to talk when about you do bozos. clownery, 
when you, when do, you clownery, do clownery, the clown mm-hmm. comes back to print out DMs, I guess, girl. Mm. But Pussy anyway. Is it snapping or is it floundering? But mm. I don't know. I just I, all I remember is just her I just I the visual will never leave my mind and unfortunately. A forty mm. something year old woman doing all that. I know her vagina's like, damn, I couldn't be attached to a different bitch. Mm. Like, damn, bitch, give me a break. God damn. We already done done enough work over the years anyway. I mean I mean when you look at the pussy facts, I mm. Well. Well. Mm. The group starts deflecting and they steady giving Evelyn and Kristen a pass for their shitty behavior. Like it all turned into how bad OG OG is so aggressive and CC is so manipulative. And I'm like, yes, OG is verbally aggressive because y'all be playing in her face. But like OG said, you put up Evelyn, you put up OG. Only one of them has a history, not only not a, a one-time occurrence, a history of being physically violent. Mm-hmm. Violent to people, viol- strategically violent to people that she know is not going to be violent back. Right. Because while you was talking all that shit to Tammy, you wasn't throwing no drinks in her face. Mm-hmm. Then you, you was just throwing drinks in Jennifer's face this season. This so the season fact alone. that y'all sitting up here with this revisionist history as memory of who's being aggressive and who's not everybody on that cast why you you sit up there kicking with a bitch that throw tables mm. right mm. and i'm not talking about shaking a table Woo! i'm not talking about no came no, she threw the table she picked Rude. up the table and threw it in amsterdam y'all in a foreign country <laughs> mm. she tossing tables like it ain't shit like it's light work but OG is too aggressive because she telling y'all she gonna beat y'all ass if y'all don't leave her alone, mm, or leave that's what her friend alone. All of y'all alone. do. That's what all of y'all do. You talked mm. all that shit about Jennifer. The only reason you and Jennifer even got through what y'all got through is because you got to throw that drink in her face, and you're not gonna convince me otherwise. Mm. <laughs> that's the only yeah. reason you was willing to forgive her because she took that vodka to the face or whatever the fuck you was drinking. Sure did. After doing all that carrying on that you was going to beat her ass and you was so hurt and you don't dare bring up, you don't get in people's ki- business and you bring up kids. Ain't that what you just did with CCF? Mm. Ain't that what you did? Like, girl, when you look at the material. When you look at the material, you gave Jennifer a bird bath and then it was all good. But because you can't punk OG, you got everybody else talking about, oh, she's too aggressive. And Shawnee O'Neal, mm. show ass out one more again because you are fucking mm-hmm. trash. Full of shit. The fact that you and them nostrils got on that screen <laughs> and talked all that shit about how aggressive OG is when you sit next to drink throwing, table throwing, fighting ass, scoundrel ass bitches. You got Not a on, lot of nerve. You have a lot of nerve. And jersey dress wearing ass. You got a fucking nerve. You have a lot of nerve. And then I have to give Jackie, I don't give Jackie Christian much, but I have to agree with her in this is that now her, Evelyn, Tammy, like these are all women that have had bad moments on this show Malaysia. being out of control. Malaysia. Who else? Oh, Royce back in the day. Roy, like everybody yes. has been on here. 
throwing hands, throwing drinks, throwing insults. It ain't nothing new. So the fact that y'all acting so scared, like OG is going to do something. And like we said in the pregame, and Nikki made a good point, OG, to my eye, has shown nothing but restraint because we know she can beat y'all ass, and she hasn't. She could have beat Kristen's ass. And, she and Kristen did. was asking for that ass whooping. The fact she that she did not was. lay her the fuck out, restraint. She could have beat Evelyn ass. She could have ran up on Evelyn the way Evelyn tried to run up behind Cece, but she Listen, didn't. Mm-hmm. I told y'all, I, I, OG is a different bitch because ain't no way in the world you're going to run up behind my partner with no bamboo stick and all I do is knock your ass in the grass, bitch. I'm that. I'm going to tag your ass. Yep. And shout you out to Sis We No idea and since we hear the state shout out to cc for explaining the danger of why the fuck evelyn was trash running up behind her with that bamboo stick bitch evelyn talking about i wasn't gonna do nothing to you but oh when we rolled the footage back and shout out to twitter and nigga university for the angles you you did put your hands on cc and when that's why og threw you into them goddamn bushes evelyn takes a tumble and cc explaining Girl, you can kill somebody with a bamboo stick. You have you had malice intent, Evelyn, and the fact that you bitches as much caring on as y'all do about being real friends and looking out for people in Malaysia talking about if OG uh, put her hands on my cousin, we might have to box. Even though you ain't box, you you literally got family, Evelyn willing to box your family off some shit that's not her fucking business, and you say and do nothing, Malaysia. Girl, you wasn't even about to box Jackie Christie. Shut your ass up. That, that part. Shut your ass up. Right. Jackie Christie was about to kick you in the stomach and you wasn't going to do nothing. <laughs> shut your ass up. Listen, Jackie Christie from the turn into Jackie Chan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that we the get the flying, then you're going to be looking crazy in Malaysia. <laughs> like, you always talking all this shit about fighting and being from Compton, oh, yeah. whatever. But for, I could be wrong. Maybe Candace will correct me when she hears it or somebody else that listens to the show. But from what I can see, it's like you only been bucking up to people that you think you can whoop. Mm, you threw a yeah. table at fucking uh, Jennifer. Jennifer. No, good goddamn well, Jennifer ain't gonna fight no fucking body. Ain't. Nope. But Jackie Christie talking about your kids and... And all you do is get up in her face and don't and puff and don't do shit. And Jackie knew you weren't finna do shit. Mm-hmm. And we clocked Jackie for being a goddamn bozo because that shit was fucking stupid. And you, yeah. y'all gave that random ass nigga way more screen time than he deserved. But mm-hmm. let it not be lost mm-hmm. that Jackie Christie was going to beat the shit out of you, Malaysia. Yep. And don't get it confused. For no reason on both sides, but here we are. So, like I said, OG knows how to hit where it hurts. So she's like, okay, I may be ugly because Evelyn called her ugly. But she was like, but Chad wanted me. He was in my DMs. And two things can be true. And where I am with this is I do not like the fact that OG brought Chad into the mix. However, I, mm-hmm. me being the trash that I am, I have to give her her props for, again, knowing where to hit. Because that's the key. Like, see, the, 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 the issue that they have with cc now because they didn't have it before because cc didn't really argue with them before but the issue that they have with cc and og is that they don't argue for the sake of argument they argue to win and i respect that like i'm not going to engage with you if i don't think i'm going to win i'm not just about to be spinning my wheels yelling mm-hmm. and screaming at you if we gonna mm-hmm. argue i'm taking your ass down and how i do uh-huh. that might depend on who i'm talking to mm-hmm. but if i know it's gonna get under your skin and it wasn't even about it being 
Chad. It's the fact that you think that she too ugly for Chad, which is why she brought it up. Mm, so again, right. I'm conflicted on that. Like I kind of wish she would not have done it just because Chad don't need no screen time or no anything. He don't need to be mentioned. But at the same time, Evelyn, you you trash. So you get what your hand called for. And all of that, uh, good Lord. Evelyn claims that she got receipts from Chad. We go to the next day, like after all this dies down, everybody leaves, uh, OG and CC drive off. Um, Jackie tries to have, tries to calm Kristen down, hugging her and everything. Cause again, Kristen was doing all that performing because like CC said, Kristen, you only do all of this in front of the ladies. You don't try to connect with her and fix y'all's issues when the cameras are not rolling. That's how mm-hmm. I know all of this shit is fake. And you a fucking snake. You a pretty mm-hmm. ass snake, a serpent. Okay. Mm-hmm. You definitely ate that motherfucking apple and you knew what you was doing. Mm-hmm. You fed it to Thomas. <laughs> now look at both of y'all outcasts. <laughs> and while we're here, I have just, Thomas, Thomas, I have to agree with what, uh, what Candace has been calling Thomas uh, for eight or four years on this show, and that is a cook. Because I just cannot imagine willingly watching your wife destroy y'all family and not say nothing. I understand why he's doing it. Happy wife, happy life. Uh, he don't want no strife at home. Listen, if that's what marriage is, count me the fuck out. Because no, that's what you got me. That's what up. their marriage is. That's, that's why they both over there is. unhappy anyway. That, I'm sorry, and I could be wrong. Maybe I'm projecting. Maybe I'm doing too much. But Kristen and Thomas do not give me happiness at all. Mm. Yeah, that's why Kristen not the way she is. I don't know if that's true. I think she's just a bitch. Well, Well, Thomas just looks like a big dummy to me any damn way. Well, I mean, he is a little dopey. So, like like I said, I'm not surprised that he's going with whatever Kristen says. And trying to blame everything on CeCe. But my my issue with that is at this juncture, we got to make a change. Because if you are having conversations with your father trying to work things out, you may not have said anything before. But now is the time for you to put your foot down and tell your wife to stop wilding out so that y'all can heal the breach. Mm -hmm. And tell her you don't have to have a relationship with CeCe. But chill out, right. leave the girl alone. And the fact that you were sitting up there in Costa Rica talking about, oh, I'm not going to have a, a relationship with Byron or Cece. What did Byron do? That's how I know you fake. Because now you're throwing, but you've been throwing Byron under the bus. When you admitted yourself, you needed, you owed him an apology. But now because you're mad at Cece, it's fuck Byron. Mm. Help me understand. Because mm-hmm. Byron has never done anything to you. He's never said anything to you. He's never said anything bad about you. All he does is yeah. defend himself against your accusations. And defend his his future wife. And defend his future wife. And y'all mad as hell that she finally stood up for herself. And in doing so, she did it wasn't no weak stand up. Okay. She stood up and the mm-hmm. table flipped with her. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was a violent rise. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I love to Still see CC rises. Mm-hmm. And read y'all asses for a motherfucking feel. Read y'all so bad, y'all goofy asses the next day talking about, we don't took a L. <laughs> y'all grown Right, right. Goddamn idiots. But anyway. Right. Yeah. I found it interesting, like I said, that they did not try to diffuse the situation between Evelyn and OG. Because now Evelyn's talking about she got receipts. She called Chad. Mm. And Chad sent her a bunch of DMs. Put a pin in that because I'm going to come mm. back to that in a mm. minute. 
Yes, please mm-hmm. do because but I, mean, I thought it was very interesting that Shawnee, Malaysia, I don't give Phoebe no roses because I don't really fuck with uh birds like that. Yeah. Who we don't acknowledge there? Rocco's yeah. modern life. Who else is there? Yeah. Is it just them three? Anyway, y'all didn't do anything to try to defuse the situation. That was the time Shawnee O'Neal, mm. Malaysia um black Fargo. lady. Fargo. <laughs> Fargo. Whatever. Fargo. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the time. <laughs> For y'all to stand up and be like, Ev, enough. Enough. If you want to continue right. going back and forth with OG, that's fine, but table it. Okay? We are almost done with our trip in Costa Rica. We don't want to fight no more. Leave it. Y'all didn't do that. Y'all let Evelyn continue to gas this situation, throw gasoline on the fire. Okay? Mm-hmm. And that's why y'all yep. some trash ass bitches. Yep. Especially you, Shawnee. Because mm. you talk all this shit about wanting the group to get along and this, that, and the other. But then in every situation, when y'all behind closed doors and you with Evelyn, you egg the situation on. This is the second time we done seen you making fun of somebody or having commentary right. or something sideways to say, but you don't have nothing to say to your friend. And mm-hmm. OG said that when they were at the hot springs. She was like, why is it that everybody's on my neck trying to hold me accountable for the stuff that I do? And the stuff that I say, but not once has that accountability knocked on Evelyn's door. Right. And she and that had is an my, absolute point. Yep. And that's mm-hmm. my biggest issue. Now, OG has her faults, absolutely, but I am with her in that because it is annoying as fuck to see. And we see this in every inst- instance in just life in general. Every, don't nobody hold either their friends or people that they like accountable, but want to hold everybody else's feet to the goddamn fire. Bitch, fuck you. Mm-hmm. For the same infraction. For the exact same infractions. infractions. Or worse, yeah. Because in Evelyn's case, I say it's worse. You tried to hit somebody yeah. with a bamboo stick. Mm-hmm. You greasy yeah. face heifer? The fuck? <laughs> Come on, greasy face heifer. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> moving on. Shawnee meets up with Jackie to try to say that OG is too aggressive for the group. And in her confessional, Jackie is like okay y'all some hypocrites because og hasn't done anything meanwhile we myself included have all done something outside of maybe shawnee i don't think shawnee's ever gotten aggressive or physical i should say she's gotten aggressive in firing people when they called her the bitch that she is but nobody else i mean uh outside of shawnee and i guess phoebe because she knew most of everybody else on that side of the of the divide has gotten physical throwing mm-hmm. drinks throwing furniture bitch done went right. overseas and told ikea the fuck up <laughs> sure did. okay throwing all them little cheap ass bistro tables listen and you got all the to say og is too aggressive listen don't threw away all the goddamn furniture that asap rocket had in his cell and you know what really is interesting to me about this is that you hoes Mm. And I say that in a friendly manner. Mm. You hoes. It don't matter. Got on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, real nigga, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have been right. You'd have been right. <laughs> you know what? Either I'm talking way. about Evelyn, so you right. <laughs> <laughs> you hoes are so scared of OG that y'all letting y'all slip show. Mm. What show was that? Where they was, was that Married to Medicine? 
Mariah told Mariah, uh, Dr. Jackie that. So Jackie, mm-hmm. you y'all, let your clip show. All letting y'all slip show about how scary y'all are. Y'all scared to death of OG because you know you're wrong and you know she got every cause to beat that ass. Mm. Well, I was about to say, even if you're not wrong, you know OG can whoop your ass. Period. Period. Mm-hmm. And just because she's vocal about it, but she hasn't done anything. Because OG, you could tell OG is old school. Like, I'll talk about it, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to do anything until you do something. Mm-hmm. That way, right. it don't have to right. be my fault that I whooped you. When ass. I whoop your ass, Listen, I don't a look cra- like a big a bad crafty, A crafty bitch. I, I love it. Like, I was mm-hmm. a fan of OG in this episode. I'm not going to lie. And she didn't look as bad as she normally do. So, shout out to you, girl. I don't know how you did that in that Costa Rican humidity, but, hey, it is what it is. I guess bad wig flourish in humidity. I guess uh, so. Well, bad faces, yeah. too. But Our, our, re- mm-hmm. our, resident, our resident beauty expert. Come on, Nikki. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I don't know nothing about no wigs. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I wish that they would just say it with their chest. We don't like OG and we don't want to be around her, period. But all of this, she too aggressive. Well, shut the Curtis fuck up talking to it in. <laughs> this impersonation, Curtis. Man, fuck you Shawnee. She done pissed right. me off with that bullshit. <laughs> but you're absolutely right. <laughs> so yeah, Kristen no, calls right. Thomas right. on FaceTime, and they did all this performing about Byron and Cece. Now she don't want to have a relationship with Byron. Girl, fuck you. You don't deserve to have a relationship with Byron. How about that? Speak facts, friend. Because Byron ain't did shit to y'all. And I really feel like it goes back to what Candace said. I really feel like Kristen's issue with Byron is that his wallet is not open when it comes to them. Mm. Mm -hmm. And she feel like he's Mm -hmm. supposed to be spoiling that little girl Mm. and and checking on them, asking Uh them what they do. Because outside of that, I don't see no reason for you to have ever had no issue with Byron. He don't Mm. come visit my kid. There's no reason for you to care. Right. There's no reason for you to care that much. And the fact that you... Got her mama and her daddy. Hello. Mm. And the fact that Why do you care? Willing Mm. to throw your your part of the family, your nuclear family, you sacrificing your husband's relationship with his father. For what? A storyline? Yeah, like you make it you make it sound like that baby's life is like her quality of life is diminished because her grandpa don't see her on a daily basis. Like only for Byron. That girl is fine. Only for Byron to be like, I be trying. You don't answer. Y'all don't answer. What right. is he supposed to do? Break into y'all house and 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 swaddle her in the middle of the night? What the fuck is you talking right. about? And Thomas, well. Because- Thomas, yeah. the cook jumped out. I didn't want to call you a cook before because I don't know you like that. The cook jumped out, okay? It did. It really did. I hate to see it. And the the fact that you sat there and you said that you're working on your relationship with your father, but let Kristen go off. Not once did you say, why don't you just back off and leave Cece alone? Okay, let the leave the situation alone. For right. Me. Why don't you just right. why don't you just call let my father me and directly? Him work this out. Right. Or let me and him work this out, and then when he's ready to talk to you, we'll He'll bring you in. You. But why don't you just chill out on Cece? Cece yeah. can't help you. Yeah. Like if 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 CC yeah. stresses you out that much, then just just table it, drop it. But no, you don't want to do that because you want to look like a victim because you want to keep this hold that you have over the ladies that don't like CC. Expert analysis. Now in the hot spring, when CC said that Evelyn looks like Yoda, I did howl. I did shall not perfect. tell a lie. 
Did. She said, Joe, Yoda looking ass. Did and said it with her whole bountiful chest. She sure did, you she alien like old Yoda looking ass. Black woman. She did. She doesn't look like Yoda. Mm-hmm. She did. I mean, lie. she a facts, she facts she for person. Points she were made. She definitely looked like that young cartoon Yoda in one of them Clone Wars movies mm-hmm. that be on. Mm-hmm. Stupid. I mean, never mind. I almost, ooh, I almost went full Candace. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> it's fine. So Jackie comes back and she tells OG that Shawnee is not inviting her to the last lunch. Hello, and messy ass. Jackie knows she could have presented that shit differently. She could have, but why? She messy. <laughs> I know she does. She messy. It's like why? Like they trash. Why should I try to clean this up? I'm gonna tell you exactly what the bitch said verbatim, and she did. Yeah. And I, I didn't yeah. have a problem with it because again, and this is the kind of thing where I'm like, Shawnee, why you you couldn't say that with your chest? Again, y'all that scared of OG that you could just tell her? Yeah, Shani could have just said that to OG herself. Yeah. Like, Why girl, you had to run it you're through not Jackie? To We're going to have lunch. We don't want you to come. Or why not just have lunch and don't even tell the other villa that y'all having lunch? Let them fend for themselves. Right. You was being trash. So I don't feel no way about Jackie being messy. And she was being messy. But I mean, it's Jackie. Yeah, she's going to do it anyway because that's just how she is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, at the same time, the other ladies, the trash, mm. honestly, the trash trademark, <laughs> TM, the brand. goes to the goes to the zoo. I ain't never seen that many birds scared of birds. Well. <laughs> I had that in my nose too, Kurt. <laughs> I was like, "Well, look at this shit. Y'all scared of y'all selves? Mm. Mm. Especially Phoebe, old toucan Sam looking at. I was just I was, about to say, listen. Phoebe. Phoebe, your ass look like you belong on the box on on somebody's cereal box. Sit your ass down somewhere. Okay. That's what you need to be doing. Instead of trying to rap, you need to be trying to go get an endorsement with Fruit Loops, ho. That's what you need to be doing. That's what you need to do. Scary Mm. Find you a special effects makeup artist and get to it, bitch. Hell, she Mm -hmm. look like a fucking special effects, so. Yep. I'm just talking about painting her ass blue. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, she keep fucking with Jack and Chris. She go, she gonna be blue. Okay, she, she gonna be, be black blue. and blue. Right. <laughs> That's what she gonna be. And you light skin girl, because we Jackie so we ass said, I gave your ass a pass earlier. You ain't getting one tonight. Mm. <laughs> I was here for it. I, I was, was here for it. Um, when Jackie said that, I was like, Oh, Jackie's gonna whoop her ass. She mm. was. She was gonna whoop her ass. And she would have been within her right. If they had not defused that situation and left, mm-hmm. Jackie would have whooped her ass. And it would have been well deserved. Mm-hmm. Well deserved. Phoebe with them old sorry ass insults. You trying to look like, oh, you don't want them crackers. You trying to be skinny like, girl, don't nobody want to be skinny like you. Shut the fuck up. Phoebe, right. shut your little ostrich leg ass up. Oh, little Pokemon looking bitch. Shut the fuck up, that's Phoebe. exactly what she built okay. like. She built like a little ostrich, a little flamingo. Listen, with that pink hair, old bootleg ass, Lilu Dallas, multi pass ass bitch. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. no, thank you, ma'am. Oh, um, looking like if a Pokemon shot that fashion over, bitch. Shut up. Yeah, the nerve to be talking about OG wearing fake shit. Bitch, you don't wear your shit, ain't fake at all. Your shit is just not cute, period. Look at the it material. Fake or real. Fake listen, or real, you listen, can't dress. We know you over there shaking in your boots because Forever 21 done filed for bankruptcy, Phoebe. We know <laughs> what the <laughs> truth is. Listen. <laughs> Charlie Ruth gone. Forever 21 gone. 
<laughs> you gonna have to step it up, bitch. All you got left is Zara and Zara. You know Zara more expensive than Forever Twenty One. Mm, child, she gonna be on Amazon uh, wardrobe. <laughs> That's what she <laughs> gonna be. <laughs> Um, Low keto, all the shit Rashida put in her store is on Amazon. Well, I mean it's Rashida. Yeah, I mean what you is. Look I'm at the just, material. Listen, Rashida pressed buy on <laughs> Amazon.com. She sure did. <laughs> and we knew that. That's just like Sky with them cheap ass shit that she got in her boutique in Miami. We we right. see trash. We know trash when we see it. But if people right. willing to give y'all money for trash that they can get for cheaper, who are who are we? to stop your bag mm-hmm. yeah no Mm-mm. so they start talking and remember before they went to the zoo evelyn talked about how she called chad she i'm assuming like nikki said she went down to the the business center of the hotel and printed the DMs <laughs> out <sighs> i don't know what kind of lame ass imbecile prints out shit to have an argument with somebody while you in Costa fucking Rica of Girl, all the, the things you and you single same. in Costa Rica you telling me there ain't no Costa Rican dick you could be doing whatever you sucking uh, I was gonna try I to mean, be nice uh-huh. but sucking fucking taking it up I mean, the butt whatever you do I agree listen, and we I know agree. you we know you ain't no stranger to it Evelyn so girl listen we know you 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 ain't that tight with the box as much as you want to claim you are mm. I wouldn't be surprised if you fucked that producer from earlier in this season. He was cute. I'll give you that. You have good taste. I'm right. sure there was something you could have done. Maybe other than this right. bird ass, you could have gone ATV right. and you could have probably gone zip lining. You could have done so many other things, but you chose to keep this going and have this argument with OG. And you contacted right. your quote unquote abuser. Mm. Put a pin mm-hmm. in that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Put mm. a pin in that. So they're there, and Evelyn is talking about how she want to go to the hot springs to confront OG. And the tour guide is like, oh, the hot springs are like right over here. And I was like, okay, well, that's convenient. Shout out to production. Right. Because, so, you know, production mm-hmm. loves mess. So. Loves mess to the point. And this is another part where I had a bone of contention with Malaysia, with Phoebe, and with Shawnee. Because y'all knew Evelyn's intentions and nobody tried to stop her. Y'all followed her over there to that confrontation. Mm -hmm. Not once did anybody say, Ev, now is not the time. Enough, okay? Enough. Let's let's settle this when we get back to LA. Let's can we just enjoy the last of our trip, please? None of y'all did that because y'all trash. Mm -hmm. Y'all followed Evelyn over there to have the confrontation with OG. Uh, CC was like, I don't suffer losers, so I'm getting in the car. <laughs> I'm getting in the car to wait. And so OG and Evelyn go at it again. And Evelyn has all these DMs from all the way back to 2013. And she's trying to say that uh, a lot of the DMs OG was talking to herself, Chad wasn't responding, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I have a couple of points that I want to make on this. And then we can get the discussion popping. The first thing is, again, you contacted Chad, who you flip-flop on how you address him. Sometimes it's just Chad. Some Other times when it's convenient, it's your abuser. Mm. I find it interesting 
that in this argument, you are, have to be right. And you have to win this argument with OG so bad that you would contact your user for some DMs so you can print them out and continue to argue with her. Mm. That's my first issue. No business. Nothing else to do. Nothing else to do. My second issue with all of this is how is it that in this situation, Chad has all of the... Sorry, y'all, the two-year-old is is here. Come on, terrible twos. Hey, Micah. (laughs) Hey, it's okay, Micah. Uh, London not here, so we needed the <laughs> we needed the background. Yeah, we needed the ad Yes, shout out to you. My second issue <laughs> is that how is it that Chad has all of the accountability in this? Not accountability. He has all of what's the word? The niggability. N- n- why is it that he gets the benefit of the doubt? Like, not it didn't occur right. to anybody that Chad is number one a nigga, number two a trash nigga, number three a trash bitch ass nigga. Mm-hmm. Right. And y'all Number blindly four, believe those. him? <laughs> Who puts his hands on women at that? Who mm. puts his hands on an his abusive hands, trash ass nigga? His hands, his head, like mm-hmm. milk does all over the place. Because cause cause again, shout out to Twitter investigation. Um not even if you don't count the incident with Evelyn, Chad has a history of putting his hands on women other than just evidence. So again, the fact that y'all just believe in this nigga as a paragon of truth, I am confusion. And I'm like, so it never right. occurred to you that he didn't delete some of his messages when he sent you them screenshots? Because it's not right. Like, I don't remember her saying, yeah, he gave me his password and I logged in and I saw for myself. Right. As far as I know, he sent you screenshots. Mm-hmm. Right. And exactly. nobody thought to question it's Chad Johnson. It, right. The same nigga who be in Twitter regular ass Twitter women's DMs. Like the fuck? And to be honest, right. let's call a spade a spade. Because my third issue, everybody acting like this is so far out of the realm of reality. But we know good and fucking well that men like Chad fuck women like OG all the time. Look all at, the look time. at Drake's baby mama. <laughs> <Let's Yep. laughs> Come exhibit on, friend. A. Come on. Exhibit A. Y'all not hmm. gonna act like niggas don't fuck on women who may not be as pretty in the face, but they got that body. You're not gonna do it. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing you can say a lot about OG, but that body? Okay, because mm. that ass is immaculate. I will give mm. you that. Mm-hmm. My, mm-hmm. my last issue, what are we on? Number five. <laughs> it's fine, just go, it's fine. My last issue is y'all being such bozos and acting like there's no possibility that OG could have been talking to Chad in DMs and it wasn't something that was sexual or romantic. That says more about what y'all know about Chad than it does about it. But y'all tried to put it on OG. Like, oh, the only reason she would be talking to Chad is because she's trying to get with him. When we all know that there was a long time on Twitter where Chad was fucking everybody. Okay? Yeah, buddy. I mean, first of all, we're not finna act like Chad Johnson got immaculate taste because he fucked Evelyn. So, well, I mean, he married Evelyn. That, well, again, I, again, yeah, look I at about look at the material. Super trash, but I'm not gonna do that. Mm. But it's fuck you, girl. <laughs> I'm gonna look right. at that. I'm not right. gonna say what I was thinking, but I'm thinking. It. <laughs> so anyway, Evelyn comes with her receipts. 
OG was like, well, let me go get my phone. <laughs> she go Just get her phone. Pull up she receipts. pull up text messages from 2011. When she said, actually, we met in 2011, and Evelyn face dropped. That was my favorite part of it. Listen. Yes. Because what she deserves. I was like, that is what you get. It's what you deserve. The Wicked Witch cracked. Mm. The Wicked Witch of the BX. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Them words fell fell on her just like the house. Yep. Okay. Put the listen. words out of my mouth. Well, OG said 2011, her face, her face cracked like her goddamn glasses when she was in the bush. Yep. I'll, I'm ready for that to be a meme because I'm going to use that often. Oh, I've yes. already seen it a little bit on the Twitter. Mm. You know. Well, Twitter you know I don't be on. Bad. I don't peruse them streets no more. I stay in the house these days. Well, come on, stay in the house. <laughs> um, I'm sort of right there with you. I only see it like in the in the late of the night. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm waiting Come for the night. In the late of in night. The and I'm waiting for the vape to get me right. <laughs> no me. So <laughs> the thing that irritated me about this part, again, it goes back to Shawnee and the rest of them being just complete trash behind Evelyn. Because then they started saying, Oh, that's weird. Why she got text messages from 2011? But when the same Jennifer, reason everybody else does. But when Jennifer was about to pull up some receipts on Tammy, y'all didn't say nothing about it being weird. She had text messages from that long ago. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. The hip- the hypocrisy is what really pisses me off about them. Right. And the fact that there's nobody on that side of the divide that has enough common sense to be like, we out here tripping. We got to get our shit together. Right. Because they don't want to have no accountability. They want to keep the mess going while simultaneously Mm -hmm. saying that they not for the mess. I can't tell. Can't tell. Can't tell because you're right there front and center. And every opportunity that y'all have behind closed doors to wind up Evelyn, you do. Mm -hmm. You egg her on Mm -hmm. when she do this bozo shit. Now she looking stupid and y'all like, Mm -hmm. well, OG is too aggressive. Oh, but OG wasn't the one that that came for the confrontation. Evelyn did. Mm. Is that not aggressive? Help me understand, beloveds. I am confusion. I am confusion. Birds explain. Okay. Mm -hmm. Y'all done y'all done migrated south to be some (laughs) boats. Right. Come on, migrated south. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck (laughs) y'all. And so I thought it was funny when OG was like, it's interesting that you think that the conversation only happened on Twitter, which mm. even from the stuff that Evelyn was reading, it was pretty clear that that got off. Of t- You're not going to convince exactly. me that Chad didn't delete some of that stuff before he sent it to Evelyn. Again, he's a nigga. Absolutely. And again, if he had been transparent, he would have been like, yeah, and we texted too. He didn't. He gave you what you asked for. Mm-hmm. Because he knew your bird, because his bird, he his bird ass knows your bird ass just as well as anybody, and he knew that you was gonna take it around. Right, like right. I mean, I know that man abused you, but the way y'all move, sometimes I just be like, y'all deserve each other. But I mean, yeah. whatever. I mean, stay single with your wet ass pussy, I guess. Yeah, mm. I guess. Mm. Clean up on aisle three. Anyway, Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> 
like I said, I don't like the fact that the ladies are perpetrating this idea that you can't DM without it being romantic or whatever. And so Evelyn was like, oh, 2011. Well, we got married in 2012, um, but we were together in 2011. So then they're like, oh, so she's mm. a home record too? And I'm like, so no, again, trash. why is nobody holding Chaz's ass to the fire on this? Because it takes two to right. tango. Although mm. OG was like, I ain't never fucked them. And I believe that. And she was like, and I'm not trying to mess up my relationship with Kwame over him. Again, and then you talk about somebody that played football. Like, we yeah. don't know what they were talking right. about. But it's wild right. to me to assume that just because they were DMing, it must have been sexual and she was trying to ruin whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, Evelyn know how to ruin relationships all on her own. Look at the track record. Well, okay, can I just say that calling him Chatty Bear was a bit odd. I, I mean, OG I, I'm not. No, no, no. I'm not saying that OG did not have any intentions because I think she was single at the time. But what I'm saying is, we're not gonna act like Chad didn't play a role in that. Like y'all acting like, oh, oh she was not. she was going after him. She was trying to ruin his situation. You can't ruin a situation that somebody don't let you in. Right. So help me understand. Well, help me understand. Had it been Chad being a stand-up guy and not responding to anything, drag OG from here right. to Kenya. Because that's what I thought it was going to be when she decided she was going to print receipts out. I just thought it was going to be... She's like, you're talking to yourself, mom? No, she wasn't. Right. How did she get the man no, phone number really if she wasn't. was talking to herself? Goddamn bozos. Anyway. And the fact that it didn't even dawn on Evelyn that OG was saying, oh, let me go get my phone for the text messages. She still didn't even realize what OG was saying. Like, because girl. Because she's stupid. <laughs> like, girl, I, I, it this goes, it's so much deeper than Twitter says. We communicate. We communicate. Like, it made no sense. Like, even in the messages, you could tell they had to have taken that off of Twitter at some point. And don't mm-hmm. think, don't think I'm squinting my eyes at you, bitch. Don't think that I didn't peep what you did. Is you printed that shit big as hell. You didn't print everything that he sent you. And I know you didn't. There's no way you printed Absolutely all of DMs and they taking up that much paper space. You only had, what, four pages? Girl, bye. Yeah. No. Trying to manipulate you that situation. Everything. I know you left some stuff out. I know he deleted some stuff. Who had the real mm-hmm. receipts? OG. Because you ain't have nothing to say. You ain't, you ain't even say, well, let me see. Let me see if that's his phone number. Nothing. Because right, you knew he was wrong right, right, right. you knew she was telling the truth. Not only that, you knew the type of nigga you were marrying. That also and as well. I cannot believe that y'all put all of y'all eggs in a basket that Chad Johnson <laughs> presented. How stupid can you be? Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Anyway, so mm-hmm. it took a interesting turn because OG for some reason and again this is one of those things where two two wrong things can be true at the same time i get why she did it i just wish she didn't i guess like so she goes on to to say something to the effect of evelyn wish she was black and da 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 now while it did not make sense at the time i am glad that it happened because the aftermath has been delicious because Evelyn sat in her confessional and said, I'm Afro-Latina, da 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 So Twitter ran the receipts, and Twitter was like, where you Afro at, girl? Because you've always said you're Puerto Rican. You ain't never said nothing about Afro. You've never claimed to be black. Now you, you Afro-Latina. Because OG was like, you say nigga this, nigga that, but you ain't got no nigga in you. 
except for the ones that used to be in your wet ass pussy. Mm. Help me understand, Evelyn. Mm. So was OG yep. kind of grasping at straws? I think so. Did she yeah. grasp at a straw that, that wouldn't cause some damage? <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you, Nikki. She definitely got the longest straw. <laughs> and you mad and you yeah. couldn't take and you, you hated it. What did you end up doing? You you got shut down and you and your sorry ass skanky crew walked away. Big clip. I energy. feel like in the, if if let's say if I were a cast member on Housewives and OG said that everybody would have every reason to be like, girl, that is the blackest bitch. Don't don't do that. Like that is dumb. But mm-hmm. Evelyn, I mean, because we all know that as you know, light skin or fair or whatever the case is that I am, I'm probably one of the blackest niggas. You are quite nigger, friend. You are quite nigger. Your mama is black. <laughs> we know you black. But what I'm saying is, though, is that, like, everything about me screams black. Mm-hmm. Not much about Evelyn screams black outside of her men and her children. Hello. I, n- I never knew that Evelyn claimed to be Afro-Latina. I always thought she was just Latina. Mm. I did. Yeah, she started claiming it now. She got, got a whole card pool. And Twitter said, I mean, I, I, now, <laughs> the thing about it is, it's like her being from New York and in the Puerto Rican, I... I feel like Puerto Ricans say nigga, you know, on the East Coast yeah, quite yeah, often. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't think much, you know, I didn't think, I didn't think there was much basis to her, you know, to, I didn't think there was any reason for her to like the word, like make her a racist because she says nigga. Like, I just didn't think that made any sense. But as far as the, hi, Tootie, as far as the identification goes, yeah, she hit the nail on the head. We have questions. Yeah. I'm like, uh, like I did with Black Ink with Crystal. Where the niggas at, Evelyn? Right, exactly. Where the niggas in the bloodline? Show me and I'll shut the fuck up. Show me. But you got on Twitter and everything saying you was Puerto Rican. When somebody asked you jokingly if you had any black in you, you was like, hell no. Mm. What's the truth? I assume we, now you want to talk about receipts, Evelyn. I'm like, is it supposed to be from your father's side? Because we've seen your grandfather. He ain't black either. He full, right. full Puerto Rican. Where the black coming from? And again, wouldn't be an issue if we'd always known that you claim to be Afro-Latina, but yeah, you I ain't really said that. that. Yeah, you ain't never really had a, a vocalization of that fact before today. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty much the end of the episode. And coming up, we see clips Uh, I guess they're getting ready for the reunion and they are saying that they don't feel safe around CeCe. So they had, was that uh, Mark Lamont Hill? Mm -hmm. I think so. I don't know where that nigga came from, but (laughs) doesn't he do all of their reunions though? Oh, does he? I I usually skip the reunion. I thought he did. I don't know. I usually skip the reunion because I'd be tired of them. Oh, I like watching the reunion. I'm going to watch this one though, but he comes and he's like, well, you know, we, we need to have you uh, call in at uh, from another location, like a remote location, because there's some security concerns. The, the ladies don't feel safe around you, which I felt like, again, was a crock of shit because OG has never put her hands on. Right. Meanwhile, it's, it's multiple right. people on that side who have put their hands on people or tried to put their hands on people this season. Mm-hmm. So I felt like that was a crock of shit. I did like that we got to see CC stand up for OG for once. 
Because Cece was like, well, if OG can't go, I ain't going. Like, y'all not about to do this. And I feel right. like that was strategic in two ways. Number one, to get rid of OG. And number two, to isolate <laughs> at the region. Cece, right. Right, 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 right. Game recognized game. And like I said, Evelyn taunting OG. I mean, Evelyn talking about OG keeps taunting her with her abuser, but he didn't become your, your abuser until the reunion. He wasn't your abuser when you was casually hitting him up like, hey, have you ever talked to OG? Send me the Yeah, screen. you didn't call him and be like, hello, former abuser. I know that you have abused me in many ways, but I need you to go back into your phone um, and pull out the receipts for OG for me, please. Thank you so much, abuser. Yep. And like, then from the glimpses I saw, everybody looked a mess, but we'll see. Maybe they'll look better when I actually get to see it. But I think that's it for Basketball Wives. So let's slide on over to Potomac. Ooh, oh, yeah. <laughs> the reason for the season. <laughs> so this was uh, season four, episode 21, which, woo, <laughs> reunion part three. 21. That'll Take make that no in sense. for a moment. That'll make no Especially when they literally fight every episode. Like, every, Potomac is the only it's show so great. where they fight every episode. There's no, I can't think of no other show off the top of my head where they literally fight every episode. It don't matter what they're doing. They're going to an outing. If they're going on a trip, they fight. Mm-hmm. Somebody's <laughs> arguing. Um, so first of right. all, my petty ass, I kept looking at the cast and I was like, oh, everybody got a man, but Giselle. <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, Giselle ain't got no chair behind her. Oh, po ting ting. Giselle ain't got no at home at the reunion. Oh, my child don't want me to sing this. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, it's about know, Giselle, so I'm not mad. I'm not mad at that. Right. Right. So they did all of the romantic stuff with the couples kind of buttering us up with niceness. I don't care about none of that. I don't care about yeah. the good things that happened in y'all's relationship this season. Uh, so Andy Messy asked, asked one about the marriage thing that they had talked about, Rob, that they had talked to Robin about in the second part. And he was asking who thinks that him and uh, Robin should get married again. And I did laugh because the only ones that didn't raise their hands about them getting remarried were Karen and Michael. And you know how Karen is, but I thought it was interesting that Michael didn't raise his hand about them getting remarried. Like, oh, you know, let him do what he wants to do. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure you would like for him to do what he wants to do. And you want that to be you. <laughs> with your dirty ass. Right. Anyway, they're saying that there was the second video that we saw, and it was not the same man that was going off that uh, said, please don't do that in the first video when, right. when Buttgate happened. <laughs> and, you know, Andy apologized because he was like, you know, on Watch What Happens Live, we did say that that was the cameraman, but then we found out that it wasn't or supposedly it wasn't. Right. I don't know if I believe that. I'm going to be honest. I don't know if I believe that because what are the odds that Michael pissed off two people at the same party and got read like that by two different men? I kind of find that hard to believe. And nobody was talking about what he did to make another 
pissed off. Like nobody said, oh yeah, that was such and such. Like all they said was there was one part where they said that was Monique's what brother or cousin or something. Yeah. I think never... uh, I think his brother, I think it was. No, maybe it was his cousin. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember who that was to Monique, but they were like Hank. It was Hank. I think that's her cousin. Yeah, it is Hank. her cousin. It is. It's a cousin. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, well, this one part we know that it was Hank, but I'm just like something something about this don't seem right. Because nobody said that the man that was cussing Michael out in that second video that we heard was Hank. And nobody brought up anybody else that could have been doing that. So I don't know. I got to call bullshit on that. I just, I don't see right. how that was not the first cameraman that got his butt grabbed. Because that person was going off. Like they were pissed. Sure was. That wasn't no fly by the night. That wasn't no no little small thing like somebody was like he violated you don't get that kind of reaction from no bump you get that kind of reaction from somebody doing something that you told them not to do i mean yeah because and yeah because like the whole response was oh okay okay you know not a problem that what you mean of course it's not a problem what you mean it's not it shouldn't be a problem for you to keep your hands to yourself (laughs) exactly but it's a problem for them like well, uh, yeah, they they talked about that. That's not the response to somebody who just accidentally tapped somebody. Mm-mm. You don't get cussed out like that at somebody else's party for no reason. For no reason. So I thought that that was interesting. I feel like you know they was throwing him a bone for whatever reason, but you don't mm-hmm. have me you don't have me convinced. I still feel like that was the same man because it just doesn't. If you had, if he again, if he had pissed somebody else off at that party, why no, they just had nobody dudes. else said anything about it or said, "Oh, that's such and such," or "Oh, yeah, that was." They just the first had to do meeting. damage control. Exactly. They had to do damage control because they had, in it, like, inadvertently revealed the person's mm-hmm. identity. So you know, Andy starts asking him questions like, "Okay, well, what happened?" and Michael immediately started deflecting. Like, immediately. He started attacking the ladies, trying to, you know what it really felt like? He was like on the stand in court and he was trying, or he was like cross-examining everybody. He wasn't even on the stand. He was trying to put all the ladies on the stand and, and, and undermine their credibility. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you can't even answer you the question. You girls should be ashamed of yourselves. You know, I just like to say that you girls should be ashamed of yourselves. Listen, when he said that, I wish Ray would have got up and slapped him in the mouth because <laughs> you got nerve. In this situation, with all of this stuff that has happened and going on, all of the different accusations from literally every woman on those couches except for Ashley and some of the men right. too saying that they've heard about you doing something or they've seen you doing something. For you to get your ugly ass on there and open your Tommy Pickles looking mouth and say, y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. Are you kidding me? You have been in shit making comments, doing things that you shouldn't be doing. You have been in shit regarding other men for multiple seasons now. Yep. This is not the first time. So the fact that you're sitting here acting like all of this is so hurtful and you don't understand why they did that and everybody is against you, you got a track record. 
literally they would be foolish to not press you and check your ass for what you have done and said then and at this point at this point for you to think that somebody wouldn't automatically assume that it was true is it's crazy like, it's yeah it's crazy you got us full circle fucked up sir <laughs> And then for him to be like, oh, well, it's, it's a cultural thing. That's how we are in Australia. Y'all don't know how to be friends up here because I can't pat your butt or touch your butt when I want to. So do you even hear what you're saying? Do you hear what you're saying, my dude? Like you literally got on here trying to say it's weird for me that I can't do this. Cause so what so are you saying that you got a long history of grabbed asses in Australia before you moved to America? Help me understand. Right. I'm surrounded by a lot of Australians on a daily basis, and don't nobody walk around there touching each other's behind. Mm. Mm. But for some reason, Michael Darby has the license to walk around and do what he wants when it comes to other men's butts. Yeah, about, oh, it's like, like it's like sports and uh who i don't know if it was chris or ray but they're like ain't nobody playing no sports though my dude like huh right like, we're not on the we're not on the field what are you talking about right right you sound I feel like, like that a, was chris yeah you sound like a nasty creepy predatory ass bastard that's exactly what you sound like trying to come up with excuses for you to be able to do things that you want to do that violates other people Absolutely. Like, come on, sir. Come on. And come uh, on. white Chris had me hollering. Because when he was Ooh, just white Chris up, was ready. He was like, this man, this motherfucker over here lying like shit. He lying like shit. White lying Chris like with shit. the brown penis walked out onto that set ready for Mr. Darby. He could yep. not wait. Yep. He could not wait. White Chris was like, so there was another incident of butt grabbing and I got called as a witness and he explained what allegedly happened and why he got called. Here go Michael talking about, you don't know what you're talking about. And Chris was like, I do know what I was talking about because I got the fucking phone call. Here go this motherfucker. Oh, why are you swearing? Why are you swearing? I don't want to talk to you because you're swearing. I was like, this man is out of his fucking mind. You right. just sat up here and tried to call this man a liar. He said a cuss word because you know that you lied. And you know that what he's saying is true. And then now you can't talk to him because he cussed. Well, I'm people are talking to you and you a liar. It's not stopping the show. Hello. You lied. Because not, not only are you lying in general, you lying on him. You trying to say oh, he don't yeah. know what he's talking about? He's like, okay, but if I didn't know what I was talking about, I didn't have anything to do with it. Why did I get called as a witness? Why they asking me? Exactly. Why would they call me? They they just decided to call me and just get my random take on the situation I had no information about. Okay. Yeah. He up there arguing semantics because at one point, uh, he was arguing with Karen. Was it Karen talking about? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you said it, or was it Giselle? I can't remember. It was like, well, you said it's a grab, and I say it's a pat. That's not the oh, same. Oh, Giselle. I was yeah, like, I think that was Giselle. Yo, my mind was blown. I was like, so you are up here arguing semantics. 
everything that came out of his mouth was that of a a person who commits sexual assault on a regular basis and don't want to be caught for it. Guilty as fuck. He did that shit. And, and and does it all the time. And Every has been doing never it. Never heard about it before. Has been doing it. Because when they all started being like, "Yeah, I've heard that too. I've heard that too. I heard that too." Where there's smoke, there's I'm fire. Ain't that Uncle the same? That's me. What I'm doing? Yeah, where there's smoke, there's fire. Mm. Where there's smoke, there's Darby. Mm. Mm. Oh, yuck. <laughs> 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 So um, when they started going at it and Candace <laughs> said that Ashley was trespassing, boy, I hollered. But Chris had her back. He was like, I mean, technically, you know, somebody asks you to leave and you don't leave. You kind of are trespassing. But I was like, okay, that's kind of funny. Oh. Is it? <laughs> no. Tell me how you feel Not, about no. One, no, no, we're moving on. About something about one's body language and energy. Mm, he he very I much gave me. Now that I know, I don't want to have to do this. Like he did not want to be involved in that at all. That's, like, yeah, that was about to say. That's what I got. And I, you know, I can't blame him because when you find out that the dude that you've been rocking with is making comments about sucking your dick if if the opportunity presented itself you might look at him yeah one funny. was uncomfortable one was uncomfortable he was visibly uncomfortable he yeah one was like no thank you i don't, I don't like, want to do this i don't like white meat <laughs> when he said he when he said he had to go pee and walk off stage, he was like Listen, i'm done with this I he's like go i pee. got nothing i got nothing i was surprised he came back to be honest and then, you know, Robin had his back. He's been holding it for so long. <laughs> Girl, I'm sure he was. I'm sure he was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I bet Michael wanted to go with him, too. Mm, I bet he did. Let me hold it for you, boy. <laughs> Let me hold it for you. <laughs> <laughs> you, need, you need help holding that? Right. Oh, okay. Right. So I did uh, enjoy and appreciate when white Chris started getting his ass about the credibility thing. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, like I good. said, Michael was going around the room trying to discredit everybody. And he was like, so why does everybody else have to be discredited, but we all supposed to take you at, at face value? I thought it was shit. And I'll say, you know what, White Chris? I agree. I'm here. I like the truth that you are presenting. Michael don't. I mean, he let him have it. He, let and he deserved it. it. He- he had all of his facts in order. He had everything he had to say in line, and there was nothing Michael could say except you swear it. And yeah. I don't want to talk to you. Because I agreed. I'm like, so why are we supposed to believe you at face value when you got a history of doing this shit, <laughs> both on camera and off, <laughs> amongst right. other things? You got a history of questionable behavior. And well, and all of a sudden, just every single other person who has been hired to tell their lives on this uh, cast as well is just a bold-faced liar. You're the right. only person that is, is out here telling the truth. Right. Everybody's conspiring against Michael Darby. For what? what Nobody do they cares gain about out of you, that? old man. Oh. <laughs> oh, talk about sharecropping. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Back in the days. Anyway, let me not do that because he's from Australia, so I don't know. I don't know if they had slaves. They probably did. They probably did. But you know, they white. Well, 
I mean, he got one sitting on the couch too. So I mean, <laughs> I mean, she had his baby and everything. Sound like a slave owner to me. I mean, you know, hey, <laughs> <laughs> what can you do? What can you do? What can, so, what can you do? The part that really disgusted me, I have to be honest, is when Michael started trying to argue the definition of sexual assault. Like when we yeah, got to like, it, it was one thing for him to argue semantics about a pat versus a grab. But when he started trying to be like, well, that's not, I don't think that that's sexual assault. And Andy was like, if you do it without their consent. It's assault. Sexual assault. That's, that's literally the definition. And Michael's I don't looking. think that's the definition versus what the actual definition is, sir. 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 Sorry. You know, whether whatever the definition of sexual assault is, you know that touching somebody without their permission is wrong. You know that. Right. Right. You 60 goddamn years old. I know you know that. Right. So the fact that you getting on here and your defense of your shitty behavior is, oh, well, um, well, that's not really sexual assault. Oh, well, you know, we do that in Australia all the time. Oh, no, well, you don't. You got all these excuses, but not once have you stood up and been like, yeah, I did that. No, I didn't. You, I mean, you say, no, I didn't do that. But all of the evidence points to the contrary. And if you do that in Australia all the time, that means it's a lot of sexual assault happening in Australia that nobody talks about. Take your ass back under and leave us the fuck alone. How about that? Take your wife <laughs> How about that? and your do baby that. and go back to please. the land of, of ass grabbery. Right, please. Because clearly you don't well, you belong can do here that. in the United of the States <laughs> doing well, what you're doing. You can do doing. that and happily frolicking through the fields grabbing people's behinds. That, that, go back. Go do back. That. And, and prove it, because I don't believe you. I believe that if you touch somebody's ass, they're going to sick a kangaroo on your ass. You're going to get rocked <laughs> and sock them. <laughs> you're going to get boxed inside the face. Period. Period. You're going to be put on the bobby. <laughs> Fuck uh, you, Mike, with your lying okay. ass. That's always di- Friendship is different in Australia. Girl, fuck you. So, there was a part... When Ray started speaking, and I thought Ray was gonna say something uh, profound, I don't, I don't know what uh, that was supposed to be. To be honest, I don't know what I don't. I still don't know what. Yeah, I'm still confused as to what he even like. What the what the point was? What are you trying to say, Ray? The best that I could come up with was that he was trying to like diffuse the situation with a little humor, but no. No. no, it was just, it was poor. It The, the timing wasn't right. The punchline wasn't right. It was just... It was bad. It was just bad. It was bad. You need not do that, Ray. You, you shouldn't have done it. And so then, that was like the end for the men. You know, they were getting up and they were leaving. Um, yeah, was not, painful. Not many of the men had anything to say, you know what I mean? Like, uh... White Chris had the most to say because he was the most involved. You know, uh, Black Chris likes to, yeah, Black Chris likes to remain neutral. He don't like to get involved in stuff. I don't think he liked conflict or confrontation that much. Um, Ray, we see what he contributed. <laughs> and, then, and then Juan was like, no comment. Juan so, wanted no parts of. He didn't want no parts of that. That's because he was at the butt of one of the doggone instances. Juan, I mean. 
just not here for it. What else would you expect? Like, like I said, and exactly. I keep, I keep throwing it back to this. But remember when Juan had that birthday thing that Robin threw for him for Halloween at Halloween, and uh-huh. remember how much he was all in Ray, uh, not Ray, all in uh, Michael's face, and was like, Michael's "You look face, good." Yep. And yes, imagine doing all that, and then finding out that he made this comment about sucking your dick yep. on top of of having a, a long history of accusations of sexual assault. Right. I would have right. had a unit on my face too. For real. You know what that reminds me of? He's not wrong in his response. (laughs) You you know what it reminds me of, cousin? It reminds me of, um, damn, I don't remember her name. Terry. It reminds me of Terry when Terry was like, Faith, fuck fuck the family. The family, (laughs) I let the family in my house. The family fuck my hood. Juan was over there like, fuck the Michael. I I let the Michael in my space and he he trying to suck my dick. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Listen, that was that was his mood. That was his, that was big mood at that. Yeah, he you can sit there trying to be neutral all you want to. Juan, your face told everything. Everything. Your face everything. gave us everything we needed to know. And so the men leave, and then for some reason Michael goes up and he starts pressing Giselle. Ugh. And I was like, "What? I don't is understand this? any of that." I yeah. I don't understand. I still can't really understand what he was even like the point he was trying to make to her. Cause he didn't like, know. He was just grasping at straws, trying to get her to admit some kind of fault. And she was like, bro, we're not going to do this. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't get it. I don't know if it was because he felt like Giselle had the most to say, or he felt like Giselle was, was spreading the most gossip. I don't know what his motivation was, but I thought it was very strange that he specifically went up to Giselle. Up to her. She ain't and got I, no man to defend her. Exactly. You took There's the words no out of de- my mouth. Yeah. She's the only one up there without a man who not, who's going to be like, uh, who or who can't say, don't press my wife about this. The yeah. segment is over. Move along. Move along. Because it would have made way more sense for him to press Karen because Karen had her foot on his neck. Sure but he did. knew Ray would have had his foot on his neck had he yep. pressed Karen. I honestly mm-hmm. 100% do believe, like you said, he did that because he because Giselle didn't have nobody there. Mm-hmm. That was shoo him away. Mm-hmm. Shows how yep. much of a coward you are on a top predator. of everything well, else. That, and he's predatory. You're right. We know that. He's like, come on. Because I'm like, what is it? I'm like, so help me understand. Like, do the cameramen just have really nice asses? Did you get cameramen from Brazil? Like, do they all did they all get Brazilian right. butt lives? Like, you mean to tell me it's that much delicious ass around that you just can't help yourself? Because they talking about multiple cameramen, they talking about multiple producers. The fact that they even let you stay on right. the show is wild to me. Because I'm like, you exactly. talking about HR. So there's some type of HR situation involved. Even if there none of the, I won't even say none because we there's camera footage of you doing it, pat, squeeze, whatever exactly. you call it. So the fact that they allow you to remain on this show, given your history and the accusations, because uh-huh. listen, one accusation, two accusations, but as many accusations that there are against you, I'm surprised that the men don't band together and be like, we don't really don't, feel we're not filming with him, right? And we're right. not filming with him, but you know, straight men give each other passes all the time. So right. I'm not a hundred percent. And I said that on the last episode, it was a missed opportunity. I wish that the men of the cast would have weighed in more That's on enough. this 
because it affects them. It affects men. Uh, it it's does. Not, it it's absolutely not a case does. where, yeah, usually sexual assault it affects women, but in this case, it doesn't. And so I thought it was strange that we never got that. And then we didn't get that on the reunion. Although, like mm-hmm. I said, white Chris, we didn't really need it on the reunion because white Chris gave us everything we needed. He was reading Michael's he ass sure for fucking filth. He along sure with Karen did. and Giselle. That's <laughs> the best thing about having have Candace on the show is white Chris. Honestly, because she, she got a feel she as go. on the reunion and during the season, to be honest. Like, she didn't really get Yeah, she did. But, you know she's not my favorite. So, you know, yeah. she, she just don't. The way she projects and then and, and how she projects her issues with her mama onto everybody else, it irks my spirit because yeah, I want you to I'm tell you. I'm not a fan. If, and I found that her, most, of her, um, most of her interview outfits sucked. Yeah. That 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 one time when she had the pink eyeshadow on. Yeah. Like, girl, what are you doing? It was terrible. You know what she looked like in that confessional? She looked like that pink hedgehog that used to hang out with Sonic. What was her name? Get away from me. Get away from me. I don't know. (laughs) Amy. The one with that big ass hammer. (laughs) Yes. Amy was her name. Yes. That's who she looked like with all that pink on. But anyway. It was awful. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. And so when we get back to just the ladies and Karen started making a lot of points, but the most poignant point that she made that I wanted to talk about is that she was like, the fact that you, Ashley, 101% believe in Michael's innocence mm-hmm. is scary to me. And I said, mm-hmm. she, she couldn't have, I could not have Jesus. said it better myself. Because that is that statement made up for all the you know you know Karen ain't my favorite either. But when she said that, I had to be like, you know what, Karen, mm-hmm. you got this one. Because look got at the material. Like, look I at it. This is season. Exactly. Right. Like, wasn't it just was season. it was it last season with the with the yes. grinder incident while he was in yes. England? Yes. Yes multiple accusations throughout the seasons of you touching man ass you're trying to hook up with men you're talking about sucking one's dick (laughs) and the fact that they were like we wish that you michael would have apologized publicly to ashley for what you put her through and he's like i didn't put her through anything i didn't do anything wrong and then ashley was like he didn't do anything what is wrong with you girl she don't want to be. Is, she don't want to be desolate like her mama. <laughs> well, she, I mean, here's the thing. You've had the baby now, girl. Let's go ahead and accept the truth for what it is. Get out, and whatever little or light you get from this, just move on. Don't raise your son in this environment where his father is confused about his sexuality, and he has to live in a house where a man is grabbing people's butts every season on TV. And y'all got to live through that open wound, literally reopening that wound every season. I mean, I don't think he's confused, like, but well, you know I what agree. I mean. <laughs> yeah, you're trying you, to confuse yeah, us. Confused. That's what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're hidden, not confused, hidden. Poorly not hidden. So at hidden. That. Poorly hidden. Yeah, <laughs> you see, I said not so hidden. Poorly Listen. hidden. Like you just like don't. You have a child now, and there's far more to think about than just making sure you don't have egg on your face about the man you chose. It's bigger than that now, boo. Yep. And then Ashley starts trying to deflect when Karen said what she said, talking about Karen cheating on Ray. And I was like, girl, girl what does that have to do with anything? Like, 
come on. And then to say, you you know, I, and then something, whatever she said, and then I won't believe you cheating on Ray. You know that lady ain't cheating on Ray. Even if she was doing it last season or, or having many seasons ago, she ain't doing it this season. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all, and again, again whatever she got straw. going on, exactly, whatever she got going on makes no difference to with the situation going on with Michael Darby. With Michael, right. We talking about sexual assault here. You come talking about, well, you cheating on Ray, girl. Where the receipts at? That is, guess even if she is, that's two consensual adults. Yep. There's only one person in your husband's incident that wanted any of this to happen. Mm-hmm. Come on, sis. You got to do better. And but, but going back to your point, Karen hit it on the head. Like, and like Ashley had to really sit there and blink her eyes once or twice and be like, oh, okay. I got to mm-hmm. swallow this now. Yep. She had to. She had to eat them. St- you, you, you can't hear that and not eat them words. You, you have to take that in. Oh, yeah. That definitely affected her. And she was a yeah, little conflicted because she's like, you know, I want to support my man. And we've made this united front. But I'm sure those that words cut home. because right. you have to think about it. And I'm sure she thought about it. It's not just karen who thinks that she knows mm-hmm. and she probably realized in that moment it's tons of people tons of women who feel the exact same way that karen do and i'm i right. feel the same way i think i can speak for jeremy and candace they both feel the same uh-huh. way. Uh-huh. tons of our listeners you like we all feel yeah. the same way. like that shit is we it would be different if this was the first time and it was completely out of the blue but you mean to tell me you 100 believe your husband over everybody else when he has a long history of these accusations the accusations are not just coming out of nowhere I y'all mean, ain't got it like that where people coming after y'all for some few sheets right you can feel all of these accusations up on a few sheets of big chief paper at this point listen so i'm gonna have to be honest it's fuck the darbies <laughs> it really is and as much as i enjoy ashley when she's you know reading the girls if they were not invited back next season, I would not feel away because I wouldn't care. Yeah, I wouldn't this, be mad. Like this y'all is got disgusting behavior. It is. It's disgusting, and it's disgusting to know that y'all are living through this and are doing this with some air of innocence about y'all. Like she and and like, and I, like I said, Karen is like it's not just that you defending him; you have convinced yourself that he's innocent, and that, that is innocent. the scary part. That really is. That to the point really where he can't is. even be criticized. You can't say nothing about him as it pertains to these instances without them just completely being irrational in their responses, in their retorts and rebuttals. Like, not making a lick of sense. <laughs> like, not making a lick of sense. Y'all ain't got the good sense God gave a lemon sitting up here talking about this foolishness. Like y'all have a leg to stand on, and like your argument has a lick of validity. And it has none. Like, are I'm you like, kidding? Because I'm thinking none. about it. I'm like, what did he actually say that would have convinced anybody that he was innocent? Because he Michael spent the Darby whole time on the defensive. Not even the defensive. He was on the offensive. Offense, right. What I don't even remember what the question was that Andy asked Michael. He spent so long dancing around the question. I don't even remember by the, like by the end of the episode, I didn't even remember what the question was that Andy asked him. I still don't remember to be quite honest. What the question was Andy asked him because Michael didn't even he didn't even attempt to answer it. He just started going off on his own tangent. Yep. 
which to me screams and it was guilt. very it was very trump of him oh <laughs> it was michael very trump. it it was a michael trump darby Come on. darby 2020 <laughs> darby 2020 <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty much the reunion they closed it out with roses and thorns and then they had little mini beignets and that's the end of this season of Real Housewives of Potomac. So how did you feel about the season overall? Overall, I really enjoyed the season. I can't be like they like you said, they argued every episode. And I had a fun time watching them argue because every episode had its dose of like funny moments in the arguments and like serious moments in the arguments. So I had to I I'm quite pleased, with the exception of Candace being a my child is present. I really do try not to cuss in front of my child. I really do. But with the exception of Candace being a complete and total ass backwards buzzard, like <laughs> I don't like. I just I even enjoy Karen this season, and you know that is hard for me to say. <laughs> uh, I think I agree for the most part. Um, it was an enjoyable season. There was a lot of mess, which is funny because. If you really think about it, this season, no one really did anything. Like, Monique was pregnant, and Karen launched her perfume. But outside of that, what did anybody do? Oh, and, and Robin finished her house flip. But outside of that... It only took her three, 36 months to do it. Okay. But outside of that, nobody really did anything this season. So the fact that y'all squeezed this much mess and drama when most of the ladies didn't do anything for the majority of the season... Right. To say y'all kept up that much mess. Yeah, y'all did it. Mm -hmm. Y'all did it. That's that. And I believe that is the end of this episode. So I have to give a huge thank you to my friend, my play cousin, and all of those words of love to Nikki for jumping on and discussing these things. We had a lot more to say about some of this than I thought we did. Than we thought, right, right. That's usually how it is. We'd be like, yeah, we got a lot to say about this. We put it at the end and then we spend more time on the stuff in the beginning, but... In the beginning, right. There was a lot to discuss with Married to Medicine and Basketball Wives, so I'm... I'm It was. You guys, thank you so much for... continuing to listen and support the show thank you for uh, thank you to micah <laughs> i was about to say of course she starts being a complete troll right when we end it okay, i mean we used to it from london we used to it from london. right but yeah okay let, um, okay uncle curtis is gonna end the show and then i'll give you the phone she wants to watch the phone let's let uncle curtis end the show all right well that's it we'll be back next week because Micah not about to FaceTime me angry and crying she not about okay. to give me the Micah Darby treatment I refuse so that's can you it. say goodbye everybody goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>